to the multiverse of sadness. <laughs> In every universe, well, you have depression. <laughs> oh. Welcome, everyone. What's going on? It's Nerds. I'm Jesse. With everybody's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkle Van Damme Mueller. I'm Aaron, and I'm with everyone's other favorite uncle, James. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're just not even trying anymore. It was Mother's Day, you know, and you were with your nephews, I saw. I said, what? Weren't you with your nephews or something? No. No? Yesterday? Mother's Day? There's another James Mm. I saw with some kids. No. (laughs) (laughs) Like the weekend before. Oh, maybe that's what (laughs) I'm thinking. My nephew's birthday. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. (laughs) Yeah, man. That was yeah. That was like a week ago. Bro, we time, recorded another episode before that. Or, time is <laughs> yeah, a construct, just... dude. Time's not real. Time's a flat circle. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna be time, doing. <laughs> time's a social construct. We're gonna be doing uh, our Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness review, as well as a Moon Knight finale slash. I guess we can do like a season one wrap up. I mean, you guys already yeah. know how we feel about season it. Season one wrap up. Yeah. Um, so yeah we all did see dr strange so we'll be doing that don't be too afraid of spoilers we'll definitely do a spoiler free discussion first but at the very end of the episode i mean i don't know man i'd like to talk spoilers at the end because there's just just a lot of wackadoo stuff to talk about death talking spoilers yeah Yeah, so we'll let you guys know but but it'll be at the very end yeah, we'll just gate it. We'll just say, don't want listen anymore. You don't want yeah, spoilers. Yeah. And then Initial thoughts, scores, and then we give the full regular review. And We're when good. they leave, we'll talk shit about them. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking idiot. Should have saw the fucking movie, stupid bitch. <laughs> um. <laughs> I was so pissed because I didn't... I kept thinking we were going Sunday, and you kept telling me Saturday. <laughs> I kept saying, but I kept being Saturday. like, "Yeah, man, we're gonna see it Sunday." And you're like, "It's on Saturday," and I'm like, "Yeah, man, can't wait till Sunday." And you're like, oh, "But we're seeing it Saturday," and then like Saturday, like, <laughs> like uh, I just I, I didn't have like major plans going on, but like I was doing something, and I was like super relaxed at home. I was about to like cook and like make food. And, like, uh, I realized, like, oh, no, I have to go to that movie in, like, an hour and a half. And I almost blew it off, and I I went to go buy a ticket for the next day. But then it's kind of like how you're with the podcast sometimes where, like, right before, it's like, man, I don't want to do it. Or how I used to be with band practice, like, man, I don't want to go. But then as soon as you do it or as soon as you go, you're happy you did it. Um, But I realized, like. Yeah, like I realized, like, man, if I buy a ticket for tomorrow, then I'm just going to be pissed Sunday that I didn't already go see it. And then by the time <laughs> I got there and we got inside, uh, I was happy. Oh, man. Let's get into our weeks real quick. Yeah. It's been. Because we were at the Tell theater. Tell them fools in the theater. <laughs> Bro, we were at the theater together. <laughs> First of all, I love my wife. She is the best. She's a good compliment to me, but she has become so much more bold since we have been married. Uh-oh. <laughs> she used to be the one that'd be like, "Stop!" when I would yell at people. Now she's ready to fucking rumble. And I told her like before, like, "Just let me be the one that tells people to shut the fuck up." So then, at least if I'm getting beat up, it's because I did it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't want to have to get beat up over you. Um, <laughs> but the, so we go to 
a movie theater, as all movie theaters are now, they have assigned seating that you reserve, which is the greatest thing of all time and has fil- filled my life with such joy and purpose because... Yes, fuck sir. yeah, dude. I used to freak the fuck out. I used to be at movies like an hour early because mm-hmm. I had to get dead center. Like I had to be like probably 65 to 70% up, you know, up, but dead center. I have to be or right. else I'll will not be able to enjoy the movie because i can't like i have glasses and shit you can't fucking see right you know yeah and i used to freak out my i remember my ex-fiance being like you're fucking crazy just let's just go we'll just get a seat i'm like motherfucker if i gotta sit on the edge i'm out bro i'm out that's it yeah so anyways guys that would be the worst when the movie the trailers are starting and you have to like look for a seat that's open yeah And or remember trying to like save seats for your friends, and then people be like, yeah. "Nah, bro, I'm sitting." And you're like, "But, but there's a jacket there." <laughs> but my jacket. See, that's where you guys messed up. You had friends, so it made it harder. Um, but so we were at the theater, and before Jesse got there, these people were sitting <laughs> to our left, and this lady, I knew she was kind of goofy. Cause something was happening. I saw these dudes come in first. <laughs> And they're like, all right, we've got this row over here, these four, and then the ones down here, they have these four. Well, then they sit mm. dead center of the dead center row in the movie. like Best seats in the house. On fucking Saturday night. Like, get out of here. So then this lady's up to my left, and they're like, oh, over here, over here. And so she comes and sits down. I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. So first, when she's over to my left, sorry, they didn't say come down. First, she's over to my left, and then this couple come up, and the lady's like, yeah, you're in my seat. And she's like, oh, oh, really? I thought this was mine. Oops, I'll just go over here. I got There's my seat. And then she goes down and sits next to these other dudes. And then more <laughs> people just fill in, right? So then they're in the middle row, you know, right below us. And someone comes in and is like, hey, I think you're in my seat. And they're like, man, they said that about us up there, too. And then they move. Like, we'll just go sit over here. And Kelsey goes, why don't you go sit in your seat? <laughs> yeah. <I'm- laughs> and I was like, somebody get the cop that was out there, bro get the popo on these fools and then they just ignored us and like went and sat on the other side of the road and then jesse got there and then a big no, that was all, i was there for that oh okay sorry and then a kind of like the rest of that aisle came in the people that actually had the seats and there was a big old clusterfuck where they kept saying they double booked man oh they must have double booked and then it's like no you're in the wrong seat so they asshole. had they had front row seat, seats basically yeah <laughs> yes oh yeah and then my soulmate the my true <laughs> Like this girl, I have I had no physical attraction to her or anything. She was just my soulmate in that she came in and was like, nah, and went outside and got someone. And then the kid came and was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to need you to see your tickets. And they show him her tickets. And he's like, yeah, no, you guys have the front row. You're like all the way down there. And they're like, <laughs> what? No, but we wanted this one. He's like, yeah, this these were taken. So he's like, you can either go down there or I'll give you free, you know, I'll give you free tickets for another time. You know, I'll give you a credit and the one guy goes Damn. we're here every week and he's like well that's unfortunate but he can't be there so then they're going past and i guess one of the girls said some shit to that to the girl who got the guy and she was like bitch why don't you sit in your fucking seat and then she was like <laughs> talking about, she's like yeah maybe go to the fucking seat that you reserved because i reserved this one this is why i paid money for it, whatever and then the guy some guys are talking she's like man your fucking girlfriend started it bitch <laughs> i was like hell yeah <laughs> So when the movie was over, I just leaned over. I was like, hey, by the way, I think you're actually in my seat. <laughs> she was like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't take it. I was not going to let them fight. I was like, hell no. If you wouldn't have done it, I would have went out there. But it would have been way more bitch made if I did it. You know, if I went out there and just ratted on these people. 
But I almost I was going to because I'm like, I'm not gonna let these nice people let someone bully them out of the seat that they chose. Like the whole purpose of reserve seating is like you don't have to stress anymore. You go and you pay and you get the seat that you want. It's right there. And if you don't get yeah. it, you go to a different time. Like I usually browse a couple times. I see where they're open, and then I'm like, "All right, I like this. Is my favorite time, right? Like I'm seven o'clock or whatever after work. I'll pick that one. But if it's full, I'll be like, "Oh, I'll do nine o'clock, whatever." You know, I just dick around until I find it. But it was just so like satisfying to watch these people get escorted out, <laughs> and a bunch of people were like, "Ha ha." Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing this game Embers Adrift a lot on the weekends because. I am only in beta for it on the weekends. That's when they open it. It's very old school. I think I talked about it last week. Just an old school MMO. Uh, very slow paced. Like, you know, it takes like two minutes to kill a mob by yourself or with people. It's like <laughs> made to be classic, you know? And it's really what I've been missing in uh, MMOs is like, I need people so that I can play games. Because like, why am I playing a multiplayer game if I don't need people, you know? Um, yeah. So I'm playing that. Uh, I have been playing um, Rogue Legacy 2 as as well. I beat the first boss after we recorded. The next day I beat that first boss with the chef, as uh, our listener said. Um, I then beat the second boss, which was really hard because it was a two-boss fight. But I beat it second try, I want to say. But as you go through it, you you only have to beat the bosses once. And then they like open up, like they pull a root off the main door. And then, you know, once you get all five, you can go to the last boss or whatever. But even if you die, you don't have to beat them again. And you can unlock um, kind of like in, um, oh my God, what's the one with the space lady? Oh my God, on PS5. Returnal. Returnal. You know how you get like teleports? You can go to like the next area for yeah, free. Like shortcuts. Yeah, shortcuts. You do that as well. So it's been, nice. it's been really fun. Um, it's hard. It's really hard, but it's been fun. Oh, yeah. The first one was hard as shit. Yeah. I really like all the different classes and builds. Um, so I've been enjoying that. I have not touched Elden Ring. I think I burnt out pretty quick. Now that I've platinumed it, it's like I don't really ever care to play it again. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I, I that's why I deleted it after I beat it that first time. Because um, I wanted, I still want to go back and play it, but I'm still going to wait a while. Yeah, it'll, like, let me just wait. It'll be like any of any of the Souls games, any of the From games. Like every year or so, I'll want to play them. You know, I'll like go back and I'll play through. But right yeah. now, I just can't play it again. I, well, yeah. the good thing is also is that the best part of that game is the is the beginning. Yeah. So restarting that game every now and then is always going to be fun because Limgrave is great and that whole just first part is great. But about Rogue Legacy, real quick, um, I was looking to play it and I can't. It's only on Xbox and PC. Bummer. Yeah, they they come out. Uh, they usually release Maybe first, and then they then they'll um, put it on the other systems. But they generally go PC and probably Xbox is a free. You know, it's the same. I'm sure. You know, what do they call that? Uh, workspace? No, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's that atmosphere, or whatever they call, whatever the fucking word is. I can't remember it, but. <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I remember on PS4. It was a free game, not like a PS Plus free. It was just like, it was just a free game. Oh yeah, for the, like when, if you had PS Four, like you just got Rogue Legacy for free. But it had so been out for a games. bit. I got it like years and years ago. On it came out on Steam first, and then it went to consoles. It's mm. one of those things. I think it was kickstarted, you know, and as okay. they or crowdfunded, and as they got higher goals, they put it on new systems or whatever. But, um, 
I've been also playing uh, Guild Wars 2 still, really enjoying it. I've been just kind of playing that as a casual, chill game at night. It's been a nice palate cleanser. I really need to go finish Legend of Heroes Trails games, but like, I'm just... It's so much. Burning out? Yeah, it's just so much <laughs> like reading. There's not a lot of like... Damn. <laughs> they're very story heavy, you know what I mean? They're they're not like uh most that JRPGs. You, you don't just run around fighting forever and then, you know, it's like 4 hours of like dungeon crawling and then an hour of story and then, you know, whatever. It's like 5 hours of story <laughs> and then like running around. And it's good story. I mean, I will say Cold Steel has been less hype for me than the other ones, but only because I don't like the harem side of it. Like, it's very heavy on fucking... Everyone wants to fuck the main character, every single woman in the entire universe. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just like, I don't don't care. Like, I don't You must be the main character of nerds, then. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've just beaten women away with a stick. Um, (laughs) Nah, I was talking me and Jesse. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> um yeah so that i mean there's some cool shit and it pays off so much cool stuff it's just i fell off and then it's really hard to like get mm. the treadmill going again but i'm at the end so it's about to get super hype like that's what happens and that's what i was kind of frustrated with part three of this is is like you're in the third game and generally it should just be it should be hitting the ground running but they like restarted the whole story like the first two, you're in school in a military academy, and then you graduate, and then three, you're a teacher at the school. Like it's like a year later, and you've done like all this stuff, and there's like all a lot of stuff to it. But you're like this famous hero kind of, um, and you become a teacher. But then it's like, okay, new class, same exact game, just new people, and you're like, <sighs> but they <laughs> tell you, um, like it, it expands a lot on the world. There's a lot going on. It's just just kind of it kind of like halts the progress you felt you know the world's like going fucking nuts there's like a whole war going on and then the game starts and it's like the war is over we won and it was cool but you didn't get to see it so now you're a teacher so it's just kind of weird but hmm. we'll yeah. see i've heard four is actually super mixed reviews i thought it was like like really good reviews but it seems like a lot of people kind of hate it so we'll see um, and then in a year, Kudo no Kiseki comes out, or Tales to Reverie, which that should be fun. Um, and hopefully I'll not be burnt out anymore then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Guild Wars has been great. It's been like after, you know, like 10 o'clock, I can play it for an hour, and it's just a fun pickup game. I really think, James, if you ever decide you want something like just to play that's like mm-hmm. kind of MMOE, but whatever, you can play most of that game free. That has like a it's mouse and keyboard, though. Right? It is, yeah. I don't think they have yeah. uh, controller support. Um, but it's very cool because most of it is like horizontal, pro- like content. Nothing really like. There's not a gear treadmill, you know. Like you can get gear, but it's mostly for aesthetics. Like they do have mm. scores to them, but a lot of gear shares similar, um, you know, similar attributes and things like that and damage. Um, and it's mostly just about exploration. Like a lot of that game is just clearing map segments and like that's doing these open world quests that are there. Like you just walk in and the quest is going. So it's not like you have to go to a guy and get a quest. You know, you just like uh, walk okay. over to an area and there's a farm and there's like goblins, you know, stealing apples and you can kill the goblins or you can <laughs> get the apples and like give them to the person. And, you know, there's like different ways to do it, whatever. And you fill up a bar and then it's over. Um, but then there's like, 
jumping quests where you have to like platform your way and um, I got really frustrated at one and then I realized there's an option you can turn off that made my life so much better. You there so if you would double tap W A S or D, you would dodge in that direction. But when you're mm-hmm. trying to precision jump on shit, you might double tap just to like move forward just a little bit. And I would fucking roll off of things on jumping puzzles. <laughs> but I did it 50 times yesterday and I was so mad. And I was like, there has to be a fucking option for this. And I looked and I was like, oh, there's an option. That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just very chill. Like it doesn't, it, it yeah. doesn't need or it doesn't require much of you. And it's, it's fun. But I want to get back into Lord of the Rings online because I watched some videos on that and I was like, man, it's got such a good story. I just really want to, you know, <laughs> play it, but it's it's a, it's long. So, but I um, couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys do like the multiple story games at a time. Like that's just not for me. It's a little rough. <laughs> the yeah, problem is now I'm stuck in a spot where. I have story games I want to play, but I don't know. Like I, when I play one, that's all I'm going to play is that story game. Yeah. As far as like, I usually have one story game running, and I usually have like Apex or something like that that doesn't require any like um, keeping track of the story. And now I'm like in a spot where I'm like, well, what am I going to commit to? And I'm like, oh, I'm just not going to commit to anything. I keep playing these short little. You know, turd games that are on Game Pass instead. Dude, <laughs> I, like... <laughs> I'm i with you. And I'll tell you, normally I'm pretty good at it, but Witcher 3, I went back and I I couldn't, I, I just couldn't remember where anything was. Like, I had lost mm. the plot and I kept trying to play it like fucking Elden Ring and I was just like rolling everywhere all dumb. It was, it was <laughs> rough. Um, but yeah. with the, with trails, it's like I'm not playing any other <laughs> game like that in terms of control scheme. So it's like that's like riding a bike every time I go back, you know. And story wise, I'm used to reading. You know, I read a lot of books and watch anime, and like I do a lot at the same time with my brain, uh, fiction wise. So I'm pretty good at keeping the plot there. And like I do remember the plot of Witcher Three because it's not really that deep, honestly. Like. The subquests are, you know, like some of the side quests and things like that. They have their own like long form deep stories, but the main story is like right. find Siri, basically. Like it's yeah. a whole game of you're just trying to find Siri. And then I'm sure when you get to her at a certain point, you know, I'm sure it changes and shifts, but I'm 50 yeah. hours in and I'm still trying to find her. And now I'm in the, the best part of the game I thought was Skellige. That's where I'm at. Like I've really liked that, like kind of druidy. <laughs> I, I don't know what like mythology you would call it but it's like very like big bearded angry guys that turn into bears and shit <laughs> mm. uh celtic yeah yeah um so hopefully one day i can get back to it because god damn it that game was amazing yeah i'm not gonna lie i'm a little bummed that like the tease of witcher 4 is like a whole different school and everything yeah. like i wanted a siri game. yeah Honestly, she's pretty dope to play. <laughs> yeah, she has a super cool like special dodge and shit. Like, yep, it's it's very it's yeah. like phases around, right? It's yeah, like Final she, Fantasy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But you could tie that into like new attack patterns and things. You know, you could really go wild because yeah. she's like a her own thing. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I would have loved to have seen you know like a a series story. And obviously, I don't know how Geralt's story plays out, but you know, I'm sure he's either retired or dead or what, you know, whatever. It's like more like I'm just going to go live right. happily ever after or be dead cuz I rescued, you know, the girl I want to rescue. Also setting up another story with her 
kind of uh, defeat. Well, you haven't beat it, but you kind of there's like multiple endings that involved her, like what her path ends up oh. being. So that's maybe it why they kind of be different. I think they maybe didn't do it because know. you have to choose one to be canonical generally. Um, you know what I mean? If they do that, they end up having to like yeah. choose a canon romance and a canon ending, and like I don't know. Right, right. But they right. had. I mean, they did have to do that with Witcher Bro, two Yennefer's, to three. Yeah, I mean, obviously, first. Yeah, yeah. She's numero uno. <laughs> yeah. She's the only one that like you know gives Geralt a run for his money with all of it. Like she's strong, she's cool, she's smart. You know, like I don't know. Unicorn. Yeah, she you get to fuck about the lake, right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, no. Well, yeah, she you fuck her at the lake and then she bails, remember? Or oh, no, that's the blonde lady. That's the yeah, the, magi- the, that's the magic the witch. Yeah. Oh, the witch, you're right, it yeah. is the witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer you do on the like the up unicorn, in the yeah. um like Norway looking area. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um Just <laughs> But yeah, I wish I you know, I wish I mean, I don't wish that Elden Ring came out later, but uh you know, I wish I would have put more time into witcher 3 and beat it before elden ring but i was doing too much stuff at once um i'll get back to it though i will you know it's it isn't it isn't the hardest thing in the world but i think i was just burnt out on 3d action game you know what i mean 3d action rpg i think i needed a break that's Um, funny maybe that's why i've been playing these like platformers and stuff oh yeah i didn't even think about you call them turd games little yeah, baby turd games I mean. <laughs> well no like they're all just like short little arcadey yeah. like not yeah they're like not, indie like, games well they're like i don't care like when i get done i'm like okay i beat it whatever <laughs> yeah they're like what i've been saying like chill games you're just like turn your brain yeah. off even if you're like stressed from it like rogue legacy isn't you know not stressful but it's like i i still don't care it's not like Elden Ring. Elden Ring was like breaking me i was getting to the point where i was gonna freak out like <laughs> it that because I I would because it was so easy to hundred percent like it's not easy but it's the easiest trophies to achieve. They're not like you have to get through New Game Plus three to even get all of these items. And if you miss one on a playthrough, you know you're fucked. Like generally, there's yeah. those things you can get everything in one playthrough um, for the item collection, and then the other are just endings, and they're pretty simple to get. Yeah, you yeah. Get all not five and like don't feel bad saying it. Um, completing or plat platinuming or completing elden ring is easy it's an easy yes. free ass platinum yes that's the why it's not easy um, it's just an easy plat comparatively yeah um because if you look at the stats dude it's some shit like six or seven percent of people who have played elden ring on playstation have the platinum damn that is unheard of already that is completely too that's a, that's a big yeah. deal already you know yeah, that's a. Uh, but isn't this also like their highest selling game of all time? Yes, that's fair. Yeah, but that just million. means. But that's a bigger. <laughs> no, but chunk. Th- I think that would make it even. Yeah. Less chance because there's more people playing it, and it's six percent of total players have the platinum. Yeah, it, that's unheard of and ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild, and I will say like, it, I I I burnt out on Elden Ring, and like some of my love for it kind of died um you know every time i got to the last fight but it is an amazing (laughs) game like i don't want it to sound like i hate it or anything like that like it's every from game is incredible you know what i mean and they're all incredible in their own ways and i think elden ring really showed that open world games can be fucking great 
Uh, and I mean, they, we know that they can be great. Obviously, Witcher Three exists. You know, the fucking there's a million good open world games, but I just think they show that you can do it without the normal super tropey shit um, in open world games. Like they give you the map shards; those are like your normal, um, you know, tower climbs. Except they're usually just on the ground. You just have to get to them, and they they make it really easy to figure it out once you've kind of been in the area. You know, and they yeah. it has like a you know it's got deep combat system it's not like it's not as um open worldly as a lot of these open world games are so i i do think it deserves all the credit in the world i just think i think it's i don't think it's the best from game at all that that that's yeah, the kind just of, imagine if like jrr martin actually like helped with the writing and they had a story too yes yes <laughs> all so you know it's funny because i was really hoping after sekido and then you know coming into this like Sekido is a very story forward game. Mm-hmm. You don't have to read. I mean, you can read. I'm sure there's item descriptions you can read that kind of fill out some of the story. But they could have easily had a mainline story in this. Like you got to run to Godric to go over here to go over here, and that those are the main story beats. And then you flesh out the side characters and and other shit like kind of um, with item, you know, with fucking item descriptions and things like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have that mystery surrounding some of the core elements right but a baseline story is there like you know why you want to become the fucking elden lord i literally have no idea what happened in this game like yeah it's just i'm not even joking i very literally don't know what the story of elden ring is (laughs) yeah don't even know what the elden ring is nope it's just the way that they write it i think it is kind of dumb there's a super deep lore i've watched some lore videos and there is once again a super deep lore, uh, but it just you you can't the leaps and bounds you have to go to put that shit together is ridiculous. Absolutely. You you got to put together like boots from this guy, a flower from here, something from there, and it's like oh Godric is actually the stepbrother of this guy, and there's like three families in each. Dude. Like there's the. It's, why do it's we crazy. only why do we only see two omens right we see moog and we see uh margot like what is an omen apparently they're like yeah. kind of super powerful demon guys but what makes like what makes them i don't i mean yeah and that's what um the Dark dung Souls... eaters armor is supposed to be is he's making he's like disrespecting the omens it's it's like because the omens are covered in horns yeah yeah and his armor is like horns are chopped off I, I don't know. I so think it's think about silly. this. Think about Dark Souls, right? Dark Souls Two is a little bit more muddy and ambiguous, and like the story's direct in some ways, but the why of you know what's going on, I sometimes get lost. Dark Souls One, yes, there's a lot buried in there, but you know, I need to get the Lord Souls and rekindle the flame. That's the story, right? Yeah. They don't even tell you like I think I've watched the opening cinematic like three times because I've played you know the beginning a million times because it really is yeah. amazing. Um, Dark Souls two? No, no, of Elden Ring. Sorry, Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, think of Dark Souls three. It's the same thing. Okay, there's five main bosses. I need to kill them to then go here and fucking you know kindle the flame or destroy the flame, whatever it is. You know, it's it at least gives you the framework. I feel like Elden Ring left the framework out because like. Yeah. I don't know who anyone is or why. 
yes, we saw, <laughs> you know, we saw um, in the beginning they show uh, Radagon, who is Merica or whatever. I, I don't understand that either. But, like, he's hammering the Elden Ring. But then, like, when you get there, he ain't hammering it. <laughs> so what are we doing? I don't understand. <laughs> he's just standing there. He's like a hollow. And he's, like, he's, you know, crucified or whatever. And then he just comes back to life and fights you. And you're like, okay. And then he don't say shit. He doesn't speak. He just dies. And then a giant Loch Ness monster comes out, and you're like, uh, what? <laughs> and then you kill it, and you're like, okay, well, I don't care about that either. And then you get an ending where I kind of actually like, I think Ranny's ending is probably my favorite just because, you know, it's like, hey, we're going to go do shit. It kind of leads into something, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> In, and, and other than that, I like the Elden Lord. The fucking Frenzied Flame was trash. You become the guy from Grime. You remember that game I was playing, Jesse? Grime? Where you're yes, like the weird with space. The rocks. Yeah, yeah. Space rock man with like you have a black hole head. That's just what mm-hmm. you become. You're just like flame guy. Yeah. It's like that cross. <laughs> it's like that crossed with um Dead Cells buddy. Yeah, yeah. It has like that too. It's just interesting. But I do wish we had finished that game, James, thinking we experienced the greatest game of all time. Like we were here for it. Yeah. Like the ending ruined it. The final boss fight. <laughs> I'm not gonna that. lie. I got a little caught up in like trying to get it done to like around the same time because I know like how I am. Mm-hmm. Like there are very few games I've ever played that I have felt the like absolute urge to play through the whole thing again, like to experience again because you're never gonna get that first experience again, and I don't really want to like soil that by playing it again in in a way you know and so i kind of feel like i sh- i really shouldn't have finished the game because i, I would i could have easily just sat and explored like forever a lot more but i knew once i beat it like i'm i knew i was gonna like just like kind of forget about it um and like i said witcher 3 is probably like the only one that i've like i think i've played that two or three times now completely and <laughs> I can keep playing that. I mean, it takes years in between, but yeah, I don't, I mean, yeah, I I wish I would have just like slowed down. Well, we, we, you know, people doing it slow. We did play it together for 12, you know, I think we played 16 (laughs) hours that day. And then, then we kind of played off and on together because we were all in different places. You know, that's how it is. Yeah. But we knew the 12 hours wasn't going to be shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of really wish, wasn't. I kind of wish it was, honestly. <laughs> I kind of wish the game was like 70 hours. I wish it was like top to bottom, do everything 70 hours. Or up to Landell, kill Godfrey, you know, slash Horalu, get to Radagon. There's no reason, unless there's a special ending, that I should have had to go get that fire to like burn the tree. You know what I mean? I, I guess yeah, I just wish there was like... Too main bosses that i like were gonna be like dark souls like unforgettable things for yes. me and it's all this the uh, uh, like for me there's only three that like will never go away and it's gonna be you know sword lady meteor guy and freaking uh wrestler buddy he like those yeah, three dude. will i'll never forget Hora Lou well, might Mark, be my was favorite really Margaret's okay eh. Margit was is a was a great cool oh, fight. Oh, Margit, yes. 
The first I, one. Yeah, yeah. I think when you first get to him, he's like the perfect eh. intro boss, I think, because he's like kind of harder than any other intro boss we've gotten. Because he's not really, you know, he's not the tutorial, but he's like your first boss. He was awesome. No, yeah, yeah I, he was. Pretty, I really liked that him. That fight was great. Yeah, and I, so there, some of these fights just feel shit, right? Like some of the times you're just like, there's no way I am getting good at this, like, or at least for mm-hmm. me. And it might just be my playstyle, right? Because I like big fuck off weapons and it always ki- kicks me in the ass. But yeah, uh, Margit, I fuck up now. Like I, I, I know his moves. Like I've learned them. That he's difficult enough because he's got his two phases. He mixes up his moves with mids and distance and and close range stuff. It's you can learn him, and you can learn most of them. Someone like Malekith is a fuck. He's a piece of shit asshole. He's super cool. Yeah, super fucking so, cool. But then he's a piece. I of may shit also asshole. have like a different like. So for me, like I need something that they that happens in that fight that's just like unforgettable. Yeah, and we so like, Gale, like, like the fucking... almost every main boss like, is forgettable. Yeah, but that's what I was say. You like Gale, you know, he's like your favorite because he's oh fucking dope. And then he goes Super Saiyan, <laughs> like he has that second phase <laughs> where he gets crazy. Such a, still my favorite fight, by the yeah. way, of all of them. And it's cool <laughs> because you know. So the cool thing about most Souls games, right? Like. When you fight Gwyn, you know you're fighting the baddest-ass dude in the world past his prime. Same goes with Gale, right? Like, you're fighting this old, shriveled-up dude who then has to go Super Saiyan and release the Dark Soul, basically, to to fight you. (laughs) But, like, you know... It's like Radon. Radon is that perfect example in in Elden Ring. We're fighting Radon, like, super... Like, he's fucked up from fighting... um, What's her name? Um blood or rot lady millennia millennia he ain't got no legs yeah he's got no legs <laughs> he's all fucked no up legs, he's basically <laughs> he's basically hollowed you're fighting like a hollowed you know version of him. if we fought him at his full strength we would never have won like yeah he or literally he used his full power he was literally holding back the stars yeah <laughs> like that's crazy and like that fight is cool when i fought him the right way like yes i fought him post nerf post rebuff but not original strength i did not beat him on the ground that is like that shit was wild uh i could not get close to him he was one-shotting me basically with any move and i had vigor like i wasn't playing glass cannon so i just you know i i cheesed him and then i went back on my strength build and i sat on the fucking ground and i stood and banged with his ass and it was fucking great he turns into a meteor yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> have you seen the fucking lighthouse memes you know of uh willem dafoe from the lighthouse looking up and they like color oh, the light funny, no. the meteor thing and it's like when when uh radon leaves and you think you've got a second to heal and then it's him looking up so scared and it's like the fucking meteor i love that and i love the one where it's like someone drew a comic of it and it's him and his horse and he's like all right, we about to go. We about to do it to him, and he's like, "Let's go, boss." The horse says, and then it he jumps this guy, and it shows like it's like a gif of like someone's face where they like blow the super fast wind at it. It's, it's like it's his horse, uh, his poor little horse. But yeah, Radon is Radon is definitely fucking badass. I mean, design wise, there's a couple of bangers in Elden Ring, right? Like obviously Horalu when he goes full wrestler after he covers himself in the blood oh of his gosh. best friend. Very cool. Um, and actually, what's the snake guy? Um, Rykard? I really liked him in his yeah. snake form. That second form, fucking super cool. Um, obviously, Malaketh is super cool. Like, there's a, 
there's a lot that's cool but yes they don't the fights don't stand out they just turned out to be kind of you know they there's a couple of things i i I do think they could have used another year of development on which is like more mini bosses and maybe some more enemy diversity because if you really pay attention you're fighting a lot of the same shit just different colors and I really did hope we were going to get like pure like fantasy. And I know George Martin isn't known for necessarily high fantasy, but like I kind of wished we would have got like dwarves and elves and fucking goblins and whatever, you know? Yeah. We I did, mean, as yeah. long as it's more dark souls, dark souls. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I wanted it to stay with that combat style and, and you know, maybe even dark yeah. fantasy, but like. I don't know. Give me a dark fantasy orc, like some fucking Urukai looking right. shit, where they are like chopping people's heads off. I don't know. Again, I I just wished for more, just because it was like not a Dark Souls game. You know, they did say like this basically our return to like a Souls game after Sekido and whatever. You know, but I don't know. They are still said. I believe they did say they were working on another mainline Soul style game as well when Elden Ring was being made. Yeah. So, I remember seeing that because everybody thought it was Bloodborne too, but then they kind of like shot that mm-hmm. down. God, I wish. But you know what? I don't think we need a Bloodborne. <laughs> Honestly, as much as I love Bloodborne and would love more, I don't think we need more because it, it really is lightning in a bottle. Like, yeah, don't try to don't. There, what what would they do? You know, just leave it alone. Because the swerve that you get in that game is so fucking crazy. I knew yeah. it was coming, and it still blew my mind. You know what I mean? You had told me, Jesse, because yeah. you were like, I'm not going to tell you if you're ever going to play it. And I was like, fuck that game. I'll never play it again. And you were like, bro, it's <laughs> it's full-on Lovecraft. And I was like, what? And then yeah, I, that it was, was like, the... it's werewolves. It's werewolves. And then I was like, bro, it's cosmic horror. It's Lovecraft. And it's funny because <laughs> everyone quits basically right before you get there. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you get to yeah. German or um, Gascoigne, and you're like, fuck this game. I hate this game. And it's like... Just past him, you start to really, you know, you get to Rom, you start to see the fucking secrets. And if you get enough insight and you see the fucking guys in Yarnum, you're like, what? The amygdalas, the yeah. Fuck. That was crazy. That game was scary, man. I remember being like creeped out in the daytime playing that game. Yeah. And uh, I remember I, I found, I realized it was Lovecraft because I was after Gascoigne. I remember when I was like, "It's it's got to be it's French. It has to be Gascon. It's not. It's literally <laughs> Gascoigne." Um, uh, but uh, James, hold on. I real saw quick, the sorry. first brain sucker. I just thought of this. Uh, when and if you ever and your wife ever come down here, I'm giving you the PlayStation Four, and you have to play Bloodborne. <laughs> My only fear of it is like you know they're really hard to come by and a pro especially is really hard to come by so shipping it would uh, be they're scary. making them again now oh are they <laughs> no they're not the oh, i forgot to put that and in there they the are chip, playstation no, 4 oh fours because the yeah. five the five shortage is going to extend until 2024 Jesus. yeah fives i know they're they're shitting fives on, are but fucked, fours bro. fours are uh getting they took them out of production and then put them back in production because they can't get fives out. well it was super yeah. shitty of them to take them out of production honestly 
Unless it was yeah. slowing down production of fives, it was a super dick move to be like, can't buy the four anymore because we want you to buy the five, but also you can't buy the five because we're fucking dumb and we don't make enough shit. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that's unless sh- you're Xbox. I mean, that's a shitty thing. System. Well, less people want Xboxes, I'm sure, but I don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've sold more systems than PlayStation. I don't know. Well, yeah, they? they have because they've made more. <laughs> Damn right. No, and that wasn't a that wasn't a have they that was like have they I don't know you know I my assumption was was no because you know they had them but maybe they're maybe they you know they source I mean it's Microsoft they they have to have better sources than like a Sony for for straight chips I mean, better console stats too I mean I'm just saying it's true you just don't get yeah but you just don't get the the games you don't get Bloodborne. <laughs> The problem, you know, PlayStation and, ain't getting the games either. You know what I'm saying? No, well, you're I'm saying not. You don't get the, you can't get we the get, systems. <laughs> it's fine. You can have your Xbox Pride, but we still we get we have we have better games. Well, I wouldn't even say better. You get different games. So the 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 only I reason better. I wouldn't own an Xbox is purely because I have a PC. You know what I mean? And my yeah. I have a good, no, I get that, a decent gaming PC. That's literally the only reason. When mm-hmm. they didn't make. When they didn't release all Xbox games on PC at 360 era, I had a 360. Specifically for Fable, of all things, which then 3 came mm. out and it broke my heart, you know? But um, that's my week, by I got the way. 4 coming, too. I, mean, I, I know. know. Hopefully hopefully it's good, though. If Peter Molyneux is not involved and they just let someone else make a good <laughs> Fable game, they'd be... F- you know what? Let FromSoft make a Fable game. <laughs> like That would be amazing. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's my week. I watched uh oh i started actually i finished the first uh neon neon genesis evangelion movie um 111 you are not alone um okay and i started Hmm. 222 um i watched the original series a million years ago but they've kind of reworked the story in these movies and they're condensing the seasons down and stuff so um shinji's still annoying but i think as an adult i understand that a little more like i kind of Stop looking at him like, I want him to like robots and be cool, you know, because I was a kid when I watched mm. it. Now I recognize he's a fucking traumatized child who's being forced into battle in a giant mech against world-destroying aliens, and he feels all the pain of this mech. Like, he doesn't want to fucking do it because he's like, I'm going to fucking die. And then he's like, and even <laughs> if I go out there, he there's a line in this movie. He says, even if I go out there and I lose, people are going to hate me anyways. Like... I'm fucked either way. You know, I either have to be amazing and win, which I can't, because he's like, I'm not like um, the other pilots, because there's a couple other people that are training or whatever. So it's 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 a good it's good, and they're all on Prime. So if you have Prime and you want something to watch, there's I think five movies or four movies. So okay, I still gotta get through the damn series. It's good. I just it's hard for me to sit through shit. It is confusing. I've seen that first episode a million times. It's fucking confusing. They, they're like the the end of the movie. There's a character I've never seen who's just on the moon, <laughs> and is like, "Guess I'll be coming. Guess we're going to phase two. Can't wait to meet you, Shinji." And I was like, "Who the <laughs> fuck are you?" <laughs> it's funny. Word. Anyways, so. uh, how about I go since I have like nothing. Okay. Yeah, because your boy's got. A, I got. I'm trying to blast through mine, but I got a bunch of shit. Uh, so basically, I've uh, only as far as playing games goes, I've uh, only played uh, Apex and this little indie game called Blood Roots. It's kind of like a top-down, uh, was that Diablo-type style, um, kind of. 
I I, I want to say it's just like a, a like slash kind of game, but it's, it's not because you're limited on how many like attacks you get with each weapon. So it's kind of like got a puzzle element to hmm. it. Um, That's the one with the guy with like the he's like the little pixel dude. He has a big beard and like a wolf hat on, right? Something like that. Yeah, I had the wolf hat on. Yeah, yeah. I had on. Yeah, it's cool yeah, graphically. It, it looks good and it, it's fun. I mean, it is a fun little game, is but it, um, it's super easy though. Actually, give your rating on Mighty Goose. <laughs> uh, Mighty Goose, I will give like. I give it like an eight point five. I was gonna say you loved it. It looked mm. fucking fun. I thought it was the it is the untitled goose game. Do you remember that one where you're just like a goose and you're yeah. sneaking around? I thought that's what you were playing. So I was like, why are you so like excited? I, I was like, are you just like hiding? You know, isn't it? You just like, like sneaking around? No, it's I Mega Man. It was fucking Mighty dope. Goose, or Mighty Goose is on Game Pass, and I was just like, man, I'm gonna try it out. And like, I was just like, just to have something to just play when I'm just like not doing anything. And then I was like, man, I'm actually having fun playing the shit out of this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, when you beat it, oh, well, you can like roll credits once, but then it like, there's a portal that opens up and you basically play through on like New Game Plus and like mirror mode of all the levels. And you don't actually like 100% the progress of the game until you beat through that section too. So, I mean, I ran through that. I mean, it's nothing nothing complicated, pretty easy-ish, um, but it was fun. Fun little, fun little uh, platformer. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I was Game watching Pass. you play, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> it's so stupid, though. You know what's funny is <laughs> what, I was so... What is it? It's like, it's like a Mega Man game, but you're a goose. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's cool, though. I mean, it, it's that sounds dismissive, but it's like, it's that style, like, uh, you know... It's a platformer. Yeah, platformy mm-hmm. shmuppy thing. But uh yeah, it was dope looking. But it's I was gonna say it's but, funny. Yeah. We were stoked for Tunic to come out and then neither of us have played it. <laughs> yeah, I got it on my Xbox. I haven't touched it yet. I've got uh Trek to Yomi on Game Pass that I want to play. I've got Weird West that mm-hmm. came out that I want to play. Uh I have this Forgotten City, but it's a Skyrim thing, and I'm just gonna uninstall it. It was like a mm. Skyrim mod that they released as a full game, but it's supposedly like low combat. And I'm like, I don't want to play a story only <laughs> game. But That's yeah, there's, funny. There's a lot. Yeah. I uh I mean I got the uh the samurai game. It's actually on console too. I thought it was only on PC for some reason, but Yeah. So yeah, that's on console, so that's cool. Um I've heard that actually takes a little, uh, little actual like timing and skill, more like Sekiro. So that should be interesting little yeah. platformer to play. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I played some Apex. Uh, haven't, I streamed it a little bit, but nobody really cares about Apex. Um, they are changing the shit out of it, which is pretty cool. Making uh, ranked more difficult and raising the point, um, making it more team based, where everybody on the team gets the same amount of points no matter what. Ooh. Um. So yeah, that's that'll help you. Stuff, so that'll help you with your fucking shitty teammates, like be, playing a little smarter. Hopefully, when you go into rank, you know? God, I hope so. They raise the points a lot to get to different levels. <laughs> so, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like to get to diamond now is like sixteen. There, wait, yeah, sixteen hundred points higher than what it used to be to get to masters. Jesus. 
Yeah, so Masters was like 10,000, and then basically whenever you hit the top 750, you were a Predator. <laughs> but um, now to get the Diamond, you need like 11,600 or something, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's nuts. So that should be interesting. Um, the cops, I don't know. The cops said I was a Predator way earlier than that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, the reason I haven't really played anything is because last week I told everybody I started Attack on Titan, and I have almost watched the whole series this week because uh, I'm committed fully and uh, loving it. I'm really enjoying it. Um, there's definitely some stuff that, like, I guess I would have been happier if the story didn't go the route it was going. Um, definitely some, like, confusion still with some things. Like, I don't know. I'm starting to kind of lose track of who's supposed to be the good guys and who's supposed to be the bad guys. (laughs) Yep, that's where I was. And it's like a weird shift. That's what I was telling you. That that time jump, the Aaron's like, like his, what am I trying to say? Like his plan or what? I don't know. Like what he wants to do. It literally, he's like, they find the ocean. He's like, let's go you know fit, kill all the titans or whatever he says you know he's like basically i'm yeah. gonna go save the world and then he, the next season he's like i mean i don't know how far you went uh i'm on like so basically in season four he just he broke he was imprisoned and they, they're he's they're kind of playing him out like he's the bad guy and he's working with zeke yeah he has his little ponytail now <laughs> yeah his little man bun uh, yep, and he's yep, mean yep. to everybody. And then, did you get to the part where him and he's like does some shit with Mikasa? No. Okay. It's. I mean, he the three of them were like chatting, and he like told her she was basically a slave. Yes, that part where he's like, "You oh, yeah. only care about me because your bloodline is literally made right. to protect me," and like that fucks her up. I'm like. It just made I was like I he was who I wanted to win the whole time and now I'm like fuck you like I just didn't, I was like yeah what's the commander's name the little short guy oh the bald dude no 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 he's emo guy oh Levi God he's a beast dude, dude. Levi is this shit and I love that scene <laughs> where he's like oh you don't get to run <laughs> you think I won't <laughs> kill right. my friends to kill you oh bitch I'll kill yep, everybody that part is so good. He came out of there bloody, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he killed everybody." Yep. <laughs> oh and, shit! <laughs> and in his like to to his point, he's like, "Those weren't my friends anymore. Like, there's, right. I couldn't save them, so I'm gonna fucking kill you worse now." But see, that's the thing. They're kind of hinting like Aaron or whoever's got the 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 King Titan ability mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, the founding could, Titan. like shift them back to human. Yeah, it's. That's where, like, so, like I was saying, I I I, I liked it better when the Titans were just like weird, mindless monsters that killed people. Right. Like I knew there was gonna be some stupid thing, like they were people, but I was like, hopefully they won't. Hopefully there's just some weird thing that's like, you know, maybe there's like a mother Titan that's just birthing these things and they just eat and consume and whatever, you know. But they almost lost me, like episode, like. When so when I saw him come back as a Titan, I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "The main guy is gonna be like the enemy 
figure the whole time, but they're going to get him to be yeah. good and he's going to help, but nah. he's always going to be the enemy. Then he's the assault like, titan. Ugh. That shit is dope because he does fucking judo and shit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that part where he gets know. eaten was so good. Like, I remember being in my room like, oh, shit. Because like, <laughs> it's just his fucking arm falls out and you're like, right. what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. Like, a, I can't believe they did that. Actually, and because you were kind of like, I was. I wish they would have made the girl the main character. I was like, uh, how is she not? Yeah. Like he's dead. Aaron's yeah, dead. Yeah. And then he obviously he comes back right away. And I'm like, oh. I no. did. Jesse, <laughs> did you hear me doing a lot of oh shits in fucking <laughs> Doctor Strange? Yeah. <laughs> Anytime there's surprise violence, I laugh and yell oh shit. <laughs> That's funny. My my favorite but one yeah. is in Spider-Man 3 when he slapped Mary Jane. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I was the only person. I was like dying laughing. And not because that's of funny. that. Just It was like so surprising and dumb. Like, it, I don't know. It was just like, oh, that's how you know he's evil. It's like, man, he was already trying to cheat on her and shit, you know? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Oh, you're good. Um, But yeah, I, I, I think... I don't know. I really, I've really enjoyed Attack on Titan. I've, I find myself now, like later on in it, like kind of wanting more of their like their gear and sword stuff coming back. Um, and it was really dope when they were like they showed up to help Aaron, and they were all like yeah. stealthy with better tech and like with fucking I missiles and shit. Yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't love that they were using the gun stuff now, except for like Levi and stuff. But yeah. It's, it was fine. I mean, <clears throat> I I find myself w- like wanting that stuff to come back a lot. Um, but it's I mean, it's really good. The animation's really great. The like, the over the top shit is just it's just so good when it happens. And that's I mean, it does get a little chatty once you hit season two. Yeah, and two's rough. Three and four. <laughs> Two and I think three when they started running out of budget and shit, and then it was just like people talking, and you're just like, "But the Titans, I want to see them fly around and cut them." <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Right. And so then, I, I definitely felt two had the the like the chattiest spot for me. I felt like there was a good section of three, but then at the end of three, it did get chatty too. I guess. So. Have you seen the uh, stuff with Aaron's dad yet? Like where they kind of show flashbacks? I feel like they made um, him out. And to... I've seen a lot of stuff with it. I, I feel like they made him out to be like this is like he's a badass he's doing something secret and you find out he's just like a sad he's a sad boy he's <laughs> like yeah um, I mean he's basically just like kind of a lying piece of shit too. yeah yeah it was weird so you feel yeah. for Zeke too right like his his whole life mm-hmm. has been trying to you know make his dad love him and then he meets the other guy who's like kind of becomes his dad it's weird I don't know I yeah all of it. it it gets really like the season four is like super muddy. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'm like I said, I'm gonna watch it through. I did see an announcement that there is gonna be a part three to it. I was under the impression they were done already, but supposedly they dropped a teaser a month ago, and part three's coming like next year. So, and it's like the last nine books of the manga. So I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Why do they keep calling it the final season? I'm like, just stop. It, it is, but it's three parts, I guess. Yeah. I thought two was supposed to be the end, and I don't know. So then I, that's why I was like waiting, and it was because it was still coming out. So I was like, all right, I'll wait till it's done, and then I'll just binge it. But now I'm yeah. like annoyed. 
Me especially too, if it's gonna I be, thought it was over. Yeah, especially <laughs> if it's gonna be this muddy and like confusing, and you gotta remember all that shit. Like two years from now, when fucking book three comes out, I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't remember. I literally went back and watched the last two episodes of the last season when I started this one because I was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> it's a, Who are it's these a dumb kids? <laughs> Why do I care about them? Like, very weird. But yeah, I thought it was a weird way to introduce like the the other Titans and yeah. stuff too. Like all of it was just real like no information and they just kind of threw it at you. But I will say, um, anime is a special special world because it has the hype of shit in it always. Like I don't know yeah. why American animation just doesn't stack up. Like we just don't do it the same. There are exceptions, obviously. You know, we have great cartoons from America as well, but. I just mm-hmm. don't know that they hit those highs, man. Some of the moments right. that they do in anime, it's just they you know why they go all in on the seriousness. It's they take it seriously. It's not like for children. They don't make Yeah. They don't make it for a child audience, you know? And I think that's, that's probably what they do. pretty much what it is, because they make anime for everyone, for adults. Yeah. And cartoons are like for kids. So even when you watch like I mean if you some of the DC Batman animated films are pretty great oh yeah um, for sure that's what i'm saying we have some but like they make hundreds of series and they're all fucking great and they're all hype as yeah. shit yeah Sorry. even stupid ones that aren't even like like slice of life shit are still good yeah sorry james you're about to say something uh oh i as far as the music goes in this i i was a little bummed that like they started out the series was like really cool, like metal music kicking in and stuff yeah. with the fights and stuff, and it just kind of like faded away real quick. And I was like, oh, where'd that's, that go? <laughs> that's the budget. That's the stuff I'm talking about. When you when they, when oh. you see that they ran out of money, that's when like the animation goes down, and they start like, you know, they just stop having fights and shit. Like Black Clover yeah. is probably the worst I've ever seen. Attack on Titan, end of maybe not end, maybe mid to end of season one has some issues. And then season two is really low budget. But man, Black Clover has, uh, there's this one part, I, I'll find it, where there's a, a big dragon flying and it's like far enough away that they can like kind of gag it. But <laughs> it's literally two frame animations. It's wings up, wings down, wings up, wings down. There's uh. no in between. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, they ran out of money. And it's a lot of screen time, like just so much. But yeah. Mm. But yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to work on next. Uh, I probably should knock out Goblin Slayer for you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think I added what what was that shield one? Shield Is it Hero. a season two of it? Yeah, there's two seasons. Of okay, shield? Because I thought shield I saw Hero. Rising of Shield Hero, Jesse. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant, I thought you meant the WB Marvel show. Oh, no, there's like no, seven no, no. seasons of that. I yeah. watched them all. Talking to anime. <laughs> um, yeah, I would I would skip Goblin Slayer because you, you didn't resonate with it. It doesn't. I don't think that changes enough. You'll definitely okay. You'll root for um, now Fumi in Rising of Shield Hero. He's like supposed to be awesome, you know. Like they they do a really good job because the whole thing is like he's got the shittiest weapon. He literally can't hold a weapon. He can only use his shield. So uh, like okay. it's the whole thing and you root for him. That's why it's kind of that shonen style where like, you know, Naruto sucks and mm-hmm. you know, whatever, no one likes him. And then Black Clover is like the one kid has no magic and there's only one in the world, you know? So it's like it's kind of that shit, but how they make use mm-hmm. of it. He's just he's awesome. And he really leans into 
kind of the character that the world builds for him, which I like. So I would also th- good. Sorry. I was just going to say to country roll. Cause I know you listen to the podcast. Like y'all got to figure out how to like separate the dub shit out. And like, bro, it's yes. like messy. Yes. Why is everything got to be its own season and like weird. Yeah. I was going to say it's Jesse. If, you, if you've never used it, it's on the left side. Like, you know, when you watch like prime Ugh. or Netflix, you'll see like seasons on the side and you go and you pick over yeah. and then you get the episodes. They do that, but it's, Season one, Brazilian dub. Season one, Spanish dub. Season one, port, you know, or Ugh. you know, German. It's bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you get to season two, it doesn't just go straight into English again. It just goes to like a random like. It usually whatever defaults. dub they want to put on there. <laughs> yeah, they usually default to the Japanese, the original language dub. No, so, it was like Spanish or oh, Portuguese really? or something. <laughs> yes, weird. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It still said dub. <laughs> it's weird that it's 2022 and they've got millions of subscribers. They're making boatloads of money and we still can't fix the easiest shit. Their interface is all... It's like yeah. how Disney I, Plus still has the worst fast forwarding of any fucking streaming software in the world. Yeah. Have you notice they have comments under each episode? Wait, like a on, YouTube video? Oh, on fucking Crunchyroll? Yeah, and you'll see like yeah. all the simps for their favorite fucking waifus. It's always. so weird. <laughs> so I saw a comment and somebody's like, why does Crunchyroll have comments? <laughs> I was like, I'm it's like the same thing a little bit it's like why does Pornhub have comments if anyone like oh but those are gold though bro look i i always <laughs> use groucho marks like and i don't want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member i will i don't want to read well if i was Pornhub, i wouldn't want people commenting on some like i wouldn't want someone who would comment on a porn video to comment on my videos you know what i mean <laughs> it's always my favorite is is always that like some real good screaming in that one <laughs> it's, GGs. Al- it's always dudes like <laughs> It's always dudes like I would love to fuck you, Jenna Jameson, or whoever it is. You know what I mean? I just pick the yeah. random. Uh, but you know, it'd be like I would love to eat your pussy. You know, f- famous porn star. And it's like, <laughs> do, you, do you think that they're like reading the comments and they're like, oh, finally, someone who wants to eat my pussy. Let me go call this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yes, Aaron. Yes, they do. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's just engagement. Engagement is, dude. People pay for. Pornhub, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's just it's just engagement. There's a market for it. Like, you know, like years ago, I worked for I worked for all those I worked for fucking porn companies, and that's what I did. I ran like admin shit on like the social media sites. Like people think porn companies make their money off the like Bang Bros, Reality Kings, Porno. Like no, they make all of their money off of social networking like basically facebook's like facebook websites that are like you know like fuck your local neighbors like hot chicks in your area that's where they make all their cash and those are the guys that are commenting on fucking porno do they think there's really hot you know hot milfs in the area or whatever that Uh, well the thing is is there are there's just not a lot of them but there definitely (laughs) are there there's definitely um some horny chicks out there trying to trying to fuck and they are out there fucking dudes but the ratio is just so it's so skewed it's like 50 75 to 1 like but there are definitely and to be honest most of them are it's escort stuff but there are just like people on there like obviously we know that in the world people who look different people who are uh societally attractive live a different life than the rest of us it's like people who are hot 
or like you know people who look like Angelina Jolie, Brad Pitt, uh, Scarlett Johansson, they live different lives than most normal most of the population on the planet. They get treated differently. But then there's also just average and below average people who are also like horny. So like I don't know fours and fives and threes, they like to fuck too. So like <laughs> sometimes they go on the internet and they go to like hookup sites. It's like when you drive past the swingers club and you see the parking lots full and you're like, huh, I wonder who's in there. It's mostly fours and threes and fives because hot people can already fuck. I have always secretly wanted to just go into trapeze and not, I don't want to fuck nobody. I don't need to do any of that. I just want to see what's going on you in there. can't i can't so, i literally can't I have to bring a woman like i'd have to have a woman yeah so me. they're most of them are couples i dated a girl once who we were looking into maybe going to a swingers club but i was like ah in the end it's really just gonna be a bunch of dudes just watching me fuck you in front of them so let's not do it but we looked into it and yeah most nights most of it all is you need to be a couple so you need to be accompanied by women and then like one night a week or something they'll like it's okay and that's you don't want to go that night when it's just like <laughs> single dudes going in. But for the most part, they don't allow single dudes to walk into a swing. Yeah, store. they don't. It has to. They 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 have to keep it, you know, to where because if not, then it's just a bunch of dudes, horny. It's just going to be dudes. <laughs> it's just horny for, dudes like oh yeah. Who who wants who wants to fuck? Does someone have yeah. pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's be dudes standing around. Who you know, pussy? Some poor guy whose girlfriend <laughs> convinced him to go. To try and not to club. make eye contact with yeah. each other. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. But yeah, those are the people that are, and those are also the, the guys who are checking when there's singles nights, singles nights to go to uh, swingers clubs. Those guys are commenting on porno videos. <laughs> when they don't find the milfs in their area that want to fuck them, they yeah. comment on some porn videos. Yeah, man. It's <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, man. That was a time. Yeah. All right. Well, we're now. What, so. what happened to that uh, sex podcast you were working on? Is that still happening? It's still happening. We're just backlogging episodes. I don't know. Uh, Dahlia wants to have, I guess, a bunch of episodes to release so that if she has to travel or whatever. Um, and then my other co-host Tater, she um, also <laughs> travels. They call me Tater Salad. They call me Taters. French fried Taters. Um, they both are like travel, like, you know, Dahlia travels for work and then this girl travels for, she tours with like Disney on ice and shit. Um, uh, okay. we have an editor now. That's cool. It doesn't have to be me cause it's an hour and a half episodes and, uh, I do keep time signatures and shit, but they wanted more in depth stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to sit through these episodes and, and you know, I, I can't do it. So yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe I'll come on there and talk about that porn shit, that shit I used to do. Um, okay, so where do we start? Let's just start with video games. Wait, James, are you done? Wait, yeah, are you done, James? Yeah, yeah, you're Sorry. good. Okay. Um, so more cy- Cyberpunk continues. I thought I was going to beat it last week. I'm not. I'm I'm at the point where it's like uh, end of the line. Like if you can, if you go through this door, you can't do anything else until you beat the game, and then. I forgot who it was that told me, damn, I'm an asshole. One of our viewers, one of our listeners, he told me, um, I think it was Incarnate. He told me Hecate or Hecate Incarnate. I don't know. What Hecate. His name is. That's the name of the Hecate. God. goddess. God. I can't what remember. is it from? Uh, it's a Greek god or Roman god. No. Hecate, yeah. I'll show. I'll no, no, no. Right it's. Um, 
I think it's a it goddess. Is. Hecate was the chief goddess presiding oh. over magic and spells. She witnessed the abduction oh, cool. of Demeter's daughter, Persephone. Yeah, yeah, this is all Greek. Oh, I didn't know it was Hecate. I never knew the name Hecate. Mm-hmm. I was thinking another one. Anyways, um, they told me, oh, if you don't have your – like if you have a better relationship with Johnny, uh, Keanu Reeves – you get a better ending. So I'm like, oh, okay. So now I'm doing fucking everything. Now I'm completion completionisting cyberpunk, which is not bad. I'm not hating it. I it's still it's still pretty cool. I do still stand by Cyberpunk is very good. It's a very cool game. It's it gets it gets annoying after a while because it is like open world. Like it's an open world fucking game. Like I'm not sitting through all the dialogue and stuff now. There's way too much dialogue in the game and way too much content. <laughs> it's just way too much Dude, content. Every time you do any type of conversation, then you got to talk to Johnny afterwards and it's super annoying. There's a lot. Yeah, man, there's a lot. There's it's like Skyrim where there's like books worth of shit to read. And I'm not going to read that shit, man. If they would have done a thing where I mean, I guess it would be difficult. No, I just solved it. If they would have done a thing where they read like all the passages to you, like all the shit you find, then I would maybe listen to it. But um, why don't they just implement one of those programs that reads all of the shit to you? Why don't they just implement that in some of these things, man? Like, because I don't have time to sit there and read the equivalent of, like, five pages in a book. I have a question. Uh, I am old, but did anyone ever, when, when you guys were in, like, middle school, high school, did anyone ever prank call you by calling the fucking... Uh... <laughs> There was like a line where if you could call and if you couldn't uh, speak, they would they would read on a phone call for you. <laughs> and then like if you uh, were deaf, no, I've dealt with those on. Yeah, it was like a deaf phone call line. Like you could type on a computer, and then they would g- call hmm. the person and then tell you, dude. My friends used to prank call me and have a guy just be like dildo, 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 dildo. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, but funny thing with those things is when I used to work for, uh, bang bros and them is, Hey man, people who can't hear also like to jerk off. So like there would be an interpreter between the person typing and me and they'd be like, what's this bill? And I'm like, Oh, this is for such and such website. And like, you know, cock hungry, whatever, fucking (laughs) cum guzzle, fucking titty fuck. And, um, the person in the middle would have to like. They didn't know what they were signing up for. They're just like, I thought I was going to order pizzas for the death. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty funny. That would happen. That actually happened for fairly often. But um, but no, I never got that one. And I mean, you're only like, what, two years older than me? What are you, 82? Uh, 83. 83? I'm 84, bitch. Yeah, but I'm like um, two years and change. Well, I'm like a year and a lot of change older than you. If you're 83 and I'm 84, how are you a year? Well, yeah, because I'm November. Yeah, I'm February, so I'm literally like almost a full okay, year. Okay, so yeah. you're like a year and ten months. Yeah, um, it's like two years almost. That's like when when you're like, you know, when you're 23 dating like a you know 19 year old, you're like, well, it's really like three years in a month. <laughs> you're like trying to convince yourself <laughs> it's okay. You're like, it's no um, big deal. So Cyberpunk is still good. Uh, whatever. Enough about Cyberpunk. So Cyberpunk's fine. Um, Horizon continues to be Horizon. It it's what I thought it was going to be, kind of boring. But it really is a great game. The combat is really cool. The animal stuff, the robots, it's super neat, man. Like the hunting, like the hunting mechanics and stuff. It's really awesome. It really is a really awesome game. The story continues to be pretty cool. A little too much talking. Um, 
but yeah, I don't find myself going back to it much. Um, that much it's kind of boring but it's not though it's it's me i think that i'm just like jaded but there's so many games and i have so much access to so much but um horizon's pretty cool but it's not really it's not really my focus but i did pick up sifu and i did start sifu i think sifu is pretty cool it's very difficult it's really fucking hard man it's really fucking hard and they did implement a new difficulty like an easier and a harder mode i don't want to but i'm not going to put it on easier because that's going to make me feel like an idiot so i'm not going to do it so i'm still playing it on normal it's really hard it's fucking really hard that's the only way i can put it but i found a way that i can like farm basically just don't ever pass the first stage and then just keep playing and level like getting experience and dying and getting experience and buying upgrades for your character which is kind of hard to get because you have to like permanently upgrade your character you get like a little bit of experience for every person you kill and then like you can buy a skill like i can buy the charged punch charged back fist first really good move you should buy but it's a thousand points to unlock it but that's only for like the run that you're playing if you die you don't have it anymore but i mean like if you completely die like your whole death um, but if you buy it five times, you can unlock it permanently, which means you have to get like 6,000 experience. And there's a weird – it's a weird way – it's hard to explain, but it's a weird way of doing it where it's kind of rough if you want to just like farm experience and like unlock a bunch of shit. It's kind of confusing, and if you press the wrong button, you can erase all of your um, progression. But it's really hard. It's very difficult. I don't know how many times I'm going to say that. It's very, very fucking difficult. <laughs> it's really fucking hard, man. Um, but I think it's cool. I think I'll play it to the point where I beat it. I bought the, they did release a, a – Impulse bought it because they released a special edition physical copy with like a steel book and a art book and some lithographs. Um, but I might give it away in a raffle. I might – do a raffle and send, like mail it to somebody because I don't think it's a game that I'm going to really care to have forever. So I think I might just play it for a little while, beat it, and then I'll maybe give it away. Um, but I do think it's cool. It's just very, very hard. Um, so I did get some records. I did get that kickboxer in. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> dope. It's there. I also did get a copy of Polyphia New Levels, New Devils. Which is super good, um, instrumental guitar metal stuff. Yeah, there's super <laughs> it's not really technical. metal, but it's like it's it's in the metal section. But it's fucking really great stuff, man. If you're interested in just like cool music, it's it, like actually look it up. It's they're called Polyphia, and then New Levels, New Devils was their last album, I think, a couple years ago. It's really really neat, interesting stuff. Uh, like the first track, Nasty, has Jason Richardson on it, who's another really good guitar player. His bitch ass is dropping his second full-length album, and he's got pre-orders, and he's putting out records, but he's only putting out 100. Like, 100 of one of them. Mm. So, like, one of the designs. So, if you want to buy his record, it's like, it's $100. Like, he's not mm. going to make... He's not going to press a thousand of them and charge like 35, 40 bucks. He's like, nah, man, they're a hundred bucks. Like, fuck it. If you want it, you'll buy it. And he's probably going to sell out. But he's really neat too. Jason Richardson is also, is also a very, very cool guitar player to look up. Um, and I did also get Ibaraki or Ibaraki, 
which is uh, uh, the band or the act, I guess, is called Ibaraki. But what it is is it's Matt Hafey from Trivium doing his solo black metal album that he's been trying to do for like 12 years. It's called Rashomon. And so I picked it up. So this is so I'm going to review this record here, this album. And it's really good. Um, so Matt Hafey is like lead guitars and vocals for Trivium. Well, he's not lead guitar because him and Corey Beerloo, like they're both lead. Um, and Trivium gets a lot of shit, but they're a very, very, very good band. They're a, a very good metal band. They're just like they're like traditional. They're like trad mixed with like metalcore. Really great stuff. If you like metal, look up their shit. Look up albums like The Crusade or um, Shogun. Those are really awesome concept album. He's half Japanese, half white, so like that's why like he likes just Japanese shit. This is the Ibaraki is like a Japanese concept album. Um, my favorite album of, of theirs is, uh, God, is the album called In Waves? I believe so. Me no, no. But anyways, um, so he's been talking about wanting to do. Yeah, I can't believe I just I didn't even know the um the album was called fucking In Waves. Um. And Waves is a very good album. But so he's been wanting to do a black metal album for a long time and he puts this fucking album out. And all the titles are in Japanese and shit. I thought he was gonna basically put a black metal album out that was gonna be him singing in Japanese. He doesn't, but he he does in one song, the last song. And it's really good, but like so it's not a full on black metal album. Because black metal it, it definitely does have predominantly black metal motifs and like the structuring is a lot of black metal but if you just give this to somebody and say oh this is a black metal album it's definitely not he definitely doesn't have black metal vocals he doesn't really know it's not that he doesn't know but he doesn't really deliver his vocals in a black metal styling um at all but um but it's a really good thing. I'm, I'm I'm pretty stoked. He only has three features on it, which are well, he has multiple. He has his former band or his bandmates from his other band, but he has um, Isan, which is my number one favorite artist. Period. Like favorite guy. I've talked about him a million times, and you can tell he kind of like looks up to Isan. He's very fortunate to be able to have that kind of relationship with him because Isan's like Godfather status, dope shit. So he's got him on there. Isan actually produced the record and the album, which is very cool. I can tell because I listen to all of his albums and I really like it. And then he also has Nergal from Behemoth, which is one of my favorite fucking dudes. And then he also has, out of left field, fucking throws Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance on a song. Yeah, I listened to and, that song when it like came out. You know, when they like kind of, I think they dropped it as like a single. Like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, a month yeah. ago they dropped it out. But um, so he has all these features, and then also like on the Isan features, it also features his wife somehow, like Isan's wife, I think musically and shit. He like he like puts everybody's names in the. Well, shit. that that song Ronan you shared with us, like I was reading in the comments, and he commented in there on YouTube that uh, Ishan Ish Ish, how do you say it? Uh, yeah, actually, that's actually how I pronounce it Ishan. Okay, well, his family did all the like background like. Choiry, oh yeah, typey things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, so that's, that's why funny. the 
that's why the um that's why there's so many names on the feature for that. It's Isan's whole family, it's his wife and Bobby's yep. kids. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so so it's pretty it's, it's so the album's pretty cool. It's like it's metal, it's definitely got black metal in it, but it's also just got like, you know, I can tell it's Matt Hafey writing because I've been listening to that guy's oh, yeah. guitar work for a long time. Um, so I know how he plays. But it's got like a really big feel to it um the first and last track are pretty cool they're like kind of just like these little kind of intro and outro kind of tracks and it has this really old like it's almost like it gives you like this kind of like ghost of Tsushima vibe it's very traditional japanese kind of weird circusy feel to it it's pretty cool um the songs are real big they're they're all over the place though when it like very much like isan's work like they get really heavy and then they get real chill and like really interesting kind of mellow notice that. and <laughs> yeah like it's really i really like that like with isan's music i was just showing a guy at work today isan's album das silenblaken which is like super cool because it could be heavy or it could be like like a whisper and it's like it's really interesting the this Ibaraki record isn't that avant-garde, but it's definitely like it's definitely got its like ups and downs and shit like that. I think that's cool. But the music I think is very cool. It's predominantly all heavy, but he does have some cool like chill stuff. Like the song with Jar Way, like that has his most kind of like, like toned down vocals. Yeah, like but, the whole second half of like the three or four songs I checked out were like all of them kind of went into that like traditional like you were saying japanese yeah like yeah like stuff like it just turns into like an instrumental thing the whole like end of it yeah it'd be like really heavy and then he would kind of chill and it would sound like some cool shit that you'd like play on a guitar by like the sea the seashore like it's like like some really (laughs) cool like kind of thoughtful like very thoughtful kind of stuff and um so i just had some thoughts on the features so like so he, there's one song he gets Nergal Adam Darsky from Behemoth, which is one of my favorite bands. Kind of, they're slowly diminishing in my in my shit. They're getting those little too smell your own farts with their shit. Like they, I don't. They hit such a peak of such fucking awesomeness when they did the Satanist, and they just kind of dwindling. But I don't know. Um, so he has a he has Nergal on a song called Akumu. And the fucking song starts, and I'm like, man, here we go. All this shit's been out for a while, and I, I did not listen to it until today. And he writes, this fucking guy writes the most behemoth worship asked. He basically writes Nergal a behemoth song. And it starts, and I'm just like, no. Like, <laughs> come on, dog. That's like if you were like Kendrick Lamar. Oh, no, I can't. He's from the West Coast. That's like if you're like a New York rapper and you're going to feature Snoop Dogg on a song. So you just make a Snoop Dogg. Beat. <laughs> like, no, man, like have him like he just writes the most behemoth. It's a cool riff and it's a cool sounding song, but it just sounds like. It sounds like shitty behemoth. It sounds like somebody ripping off behemoth. And I'm not saying the song's bad. The song is very cool. But me coming from somebody who's listened to all of these artists, many of them, and like really looking forward to this collaboration, I'm like, damn, it's kind of cheap. Now, Adam Darsky does this thing where I get kind of annoyed. And I'm not saying he phones it in. But sometimes when an artist is being featured and when when an artist is big enough and they're being featured on someone else's shit, you can kind of tell that they kind of like – 
they're obviously not going to put as much into it as with as if when they're working on their own shit. So I'm not saying Nergal's for phoning in his performance or his writing on here, but it I can barely even remember what his feature was like, which makes me feel sad because I'm like, damn, I really wanted Adam Darsky's feature on Matt Hafey's album to be monumentally awesome. And it wasn't for me. I was bummed out for that. <laughs> so Akumu is one of the lower songs on the album for me. Bummer, dude. Then he's got Isan featured, which is I love Isan's stuff. He has Isan featured on with heavy vocals, not his singing, which bums me out. I I really enjoy Isan's singing voice. I believe he's got a great, wonderful voice. Go look up the song Celestial Violence by him. I think the song is incredible. Then we get to the shit I keep saying, though, Gerard Way, Gerard Way, because I don't listen to MCR, but they're huge, man. They're one of the biggest bands from, like, you know, the last while. Like, obviously, there's bigger bands, but MCR is huge. And I'm actually bummed to look up the music video. Fucking video's only got 300,000 views on it. That's a lot. But with somebody like Gerard Way on it, I figured it would at least crack a million, but it didn't. So I'm thinking, what the fuck's this guy going to do? And this fucking guy. So the album is not very black metal-y. It is musically uh, in in many parts, but vocally, not at all. So the song with Gerard Way called Ronin Starts and Matt Hafey's singing. And I do like very much how he's singing. It's very nice. It's very cool. And then Gerard Way comes out of nowhere and just full bore traditional black metal vocals just screeching and it's super great i that's how the <laughs> vocals are should and well, i can't say what they should have been this is this guy's record but that's like what black metal is supposed to sound like when you like if somebody says this is a black metal album when you hear Gerard Way fucking screaming his fucking head off that's what black metal sounds like um, not to say that I don't like it, that I'm saying this is a fake black metal album. It's not. It's, this is what Matt Hafey chose to do. And I actually really like the presentation he put forward for what this thing that he just created, this Ibaraki thing, I think is super awesome. And I'm looking forward to seeing how he manages because I know he's going to want to perform this and maybe tour it once. I'm really looking forward to seeing what that's going to look like. Um as in, like, is he just going to get the Trivium guys to come on tour? Because the drummer on this record is um, the drummer from Trivium. But um, I thought that the Gerard Way feature was super great. Um, one of the high points of the record, unfortunately, it was a big single. It was a single they dropped, and I have heard that song, like, six times now, so it's already kind of wearing thin on me. But I think it's really neat. The music video you can skip. It's a really, really stupid video. It's like an art student shot it for college. It's It's... Looks like it costs three dollars. It's it's just really dumb. It's just dumb. It's just like following this kid. It's just dumb. It's just the video is you're following a kid while he's walking around and he's staring at a screen and the screen is like static. Like oh, our phones. If you were like on mushrooms or something, it probably would have been better. Yeah, and I'm sure it means something, but to me the video was kind of lame and I could do without it. Um, but uh. I just think it's 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 a pretty awesome record. I'm not going into the other songs, but there are some really cool songs on there. Um, and there's some stuff that... There's a thing that Matt Hafey does with his vocals that kind of bothers me. Because, like, there were two records that were produced by David Draymond from Disturbed that I really didn't like. They're the, the two really... They're two bad records on Trivium's 
career. And David Draymond did something by vocally training Matt Hafey, and he fucking got him to start doing this thing that I really don't like. And, I mean, not to say this guy can't sing, but he's not really, like, a singer. Like, so he does this weird thing where, like, when, like, he talks, you can tell. He's, like, he does this thing with his voice where it's, like, (laughs) you hear him putting the voice on. And I'm not trying to make fun or say it's bad, but it's, for me, it's awkward because it's you hear the guy talk normally and you hear him when he sings and you see the part in his the, the time in his career when he went from how he used to sing, like go listen to Dying in Your Arms and then go listen to like how he sings now, like on the Sibaraki record or on the last record in The Court of the Dragon. And it's not that it's bad, but it's like it's this weird kind of awkward thing that kind of if anyone listens to them, they'll know what I mean about this weird thing that Hafey does. But I will say he does do some cool stuff. He is getting better at singing and he does do some like pretty interesting. He does a cool, some interesting stuff on, uh, on the song called Como Rebbe, uh, which features Corey Beerloo guitar solo from his band. He does some cool singing stuff in there that I think was pretty cool. So in the end, I think that Rashomon by Ibaraki is a very cool album. Um, and I'm happy I picked that up. Uh, so it's pretty dope. Out of 10, I give it an A for effort, and I'll give it like a seven and a half. A for effort. Seven and a half. I give like a seven and a half, eight. Like it, it and probably more because the more I've been listening to it, it's it growing on me. Um, so I think it's pretty cool, and it's you know, um, other two other little things. That's a note for the movie. Um, I did want to say this thing about. No, I'm not going to say that. Anyways, uh, so we did get a question right in. I guess it's the last thing. Somebody did write in asking if I had any work stories, and I haven't. But I do have – I but I do. This isn't like a funny one. It's a weird one. And I want your opinions on it. But like – and if anyone's listening, especially any women or mothers, I mean, you guys, your opinion's <laughs> fine. But like – so something mad weird happened the other day at work and I kind of like got into it with not get, I didn't get into it with this guy, but like, I kind of like told this customer, Hey man, what's your fucking deal? And like, it was a little bit awkward. And then I told somebody about it and they told me I was in the wrong. So this is, this is a little mm. bit weird, a little bit weird. So I'm at work. You guys know part of my job. I'm a barista and I'm at work. And what's one thing I try to avoid like the plague it's fucking children you know what i mean these kids unless they're my nephews or nieces or they're my friends kids and we're all having fun hanging out i don't really fucking i don't talk to kids i don't know i don't i don't interact with children that i'm not uh related to in some way i'm taking care of customers and these two tiny children come up to me bro they're like four and five years old these two little girls blonde hair blue-eyed fucking german girls russian girls come up to me and they have a 20 dollar bill in their hand and well one of them does and they're fucking tiny bro they're little little kids it's very strange because they were able to function like usually kids are really stupid and they're like do you make hot chocolate and i'm like yeah they're like two hot chocolates please and i'm like no where are your parents and then they point somewhere and i'm like man hold on and i just like ignore them 
and I'm taking care of customers. And these two little girls are standing there politely. And I'm like, fuck. So as I'm taking care of customers, I call somebody over and I'm like, I call a girl from the from the bakery over and I'm like, yo, go with these two kids to find their fucking parents. Cause I'm not gonna make a hundred and forty degree hot chocolate and hand it to a child who could hurt themselves. Also, don't know if they have a chocolate allergy. <laughs> don't know if they have a food allergy. Like I'm not serving a four-year-old. I'm not taking money from a kid. Is this weird so far? No, right? No. I mean, my dad used okay. to send me to buy cigarettes at the convenience yeah. store. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I mean, I would have just made the hot chocolate yeah. I'd see kids, but... All right, so here's the deal. So I'm just like, <laughs> nah, man, I'm in this corporate setting. I'm not... A, also, I'm not about to take money from, like, these little kids. It's just like, nah, man. And also, policy-wise, I can't. Like, I can't take money from a child and give a child, like, whatever. So I'm like, just somebody go find the fucking parent. So so they come back two minutes later, and the, the girl's like, yeah, the dad's over there. He said it's fine. Like, whatever. And I'm like, where is he? She's like, he does not give a fuck. He is not getting up. He's just sitting somewhere. He's just some fucking asshole who's just like, you know, just like sending his tiny children to walk he around the store by He hates his kids. He doesn't want to talk to them. And, yeah, like, so, and I'm telling you, man, I'm trying to stress how little these kids are. <laughs> They're very, very small. They're like pr- under first grade. These are very small four- and five-year-old little, little kids and uh, I'm like, all right, man, fuck it. So I'm like, all right, hot chocolate. So I make them their little hot chocolates and shit. I barely heat them up. They're like, they're, I can see them like they're super polite to each other. Like, whoa, they think there's me stirring the shit. It's like, whoa, my God, wow, that one's mine. And it's funny. You now in my head, I'm like, oh, that's funny. That's cute. They're fucking kids, whatever. So I make them the little fucking hot chocolate. This is where it gets weird. And I'm like, it's over a counter, like, a, you know, and I hand it to them. And I'm like, all right, over here. You got to pay for it. So the little girl hands me a $20 bill. I'm like, cool. Take the $20 bill. Behind them is an older man, probably like in his 60s or 70s. Not super old, but not like middle-aged. He's old. Probably like late 60s, early 70s. And I see him like just admiring like the youth. It's it's cute. They're kids. It's funny. They're like being grown-ups. They're like buying yeah, something. Yeah. And this fucking creepy old man goes, um, so mature. How old are you? And I say, hey, man, hey, don't talk to them, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Just like that. Oh, so mature. How old are you? Hey, hey, man. Hey, don't talk to them, dude. Leave them alone. Don't talk to other people's kids. (laughs) That's a fair one, though. You're protecting this guy's kids who he doesn't care about at all. Right? So I'm like, hey, man, hey, don't talk to them, dude. So the, the but you're um, also making assumptions about this old man. No, but still, because you know what? Wait, we're gonna get to it in a second. So, because I'm telling you, I'm promising you this. The weirdest phrase comes out of this old man's mouth. So, uh, I'm realizing these little kids have two hot chocolates in their hands, and I'm about to give this little girl like fucking five bills and a bunch of change. So I'm, I'm like, here, let me get you a cup. So I get a cup, and I'm putting the change in a cup. Right. And I'm getting a lid for the cup. And he's like, oh, that's smart. And he goes, see, he's a nice man. And what the fuck does he say? This blanked out of my mind. He goes, he's a nice man. He'll take care of you. Oh, no. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, no, I won't. Hey, man, stop talking to them, dude. 
I give the kid the cup and I'm like, hey man, don't talk to other people's kids. No, I like, hey man, like <laughs> I didn't say this to him, but like when he's like, what a nice man, he'll take care of you. Hey, hey. No, the fuck I won't. <laughs> No, no, I won't. <laughs> Don't do so, not condition these children to just assume that a random, you know, thirties to middle aged man is going to take care of them. Just also, you don't condition these children to think that it's okay to because I like I had started saying like, "Hey, man, don't talk to them." When he was like, "How old are you?" and the the <laughs> older one, like the five year old started kind of talking but i don't know i think she started to say something like not supposed to i think she was about to say like not supposed to talk to strangers or something but i was like hey man hey don't talk to them dude and then he was just like smiling and i get it i get the the beauty of youth and i understand that that it's kind of like detrimental to, to like think that way like oh you can't even be nice to a kid like i don't know man it's it's weird those are yeah. my kids the dad's not around they're <laughs> I mean, it's not even that they're little girls. No, you're not kids wrong. That small. You're not wrong. Right. So, uh, like after she gave me the twenty, it's like she went to walk away, and I'm like, "Hold on, you got to get your change." And she's like, "Can we go?" Yeah. I'm like, "I'm getting your change, you little shit." Like as I'm trying to tell this guy, "Hey, dude, shut up," because he's trying to just be Mister Charming. Hey, man. Hey, why are you trying to be charming? <laughs> to like a five-year-old Man. why <laughs> you just yelled no. at somebody's grandpa but i get it because some grandpas and old i get it because like i i get that side but still like it still weirds me out like don't it gets like it's the dad's so anyway so after that i tell <laughs> So I didn't like argue with the guy, but after they walked yeah. off, I'm like, hey, man, what the fuck? And he's like, I was just trying to be nice. I don't see a problem. Like, I understand, man, but like, don't talk to other people's kids, bro. Like, you tell them we say, live bro. in a society. Yeah, we live in a society. <laughs> but I thought it was weird, like, to say that kind of shit to children. Like, no, that's a weird thing yeah. to say. To So I tell this chick at my job, and she says, I made it a bigger deal and that it was on the dad. It's the dad's fault for ignoring them. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? That then we should just let whatever. She's like, if the old man was going to fucking kidnap them, then they'd catch him at the door trying to run away with kids. I'm like, do we have to let it get that far? I'm not saying the old man was a, <laughs> right. a pervert or a creepo, but I thought that's fucking weird. And yeah, you don't condition children to except that kind of dialogue from grown-ups. But yeah, that kind of bothered me. It was that was on Mother's Day. <clears throat> and so that was weird, you know. Um and then coincidentally, same fucking morning was weirdo morning. This is the last thing. Is we're across the street from a hospital and that hospital has a psych ward and that psych ward does let people out. And sometimes they stumble over across the street into the giant grocery store and we get you know, we get some People that are just straight up out of a psych ward wearing their bracelets still. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's like out of Arkham, dude. Sometimes it really is. They're talking to croissants and shit for like 20 minutes. And, you know, you got to leave them alone. They're not doing anything wrong. So this lady comes up and she wants like all this shit. You know, you ever notice every now and then when like you go to a certain part of town and like one of these like namaste becky stumbles across a homeless person and wants to buy them breakfast yeah i mean i, I do about it like, uh, like remember when i told you about the lady who was like 
I just came from Africa eating the freshest berries. Like when these people come across like <laughs> somebody who's outside and they're like, I'll buy you breakfast. And then they bring the person in and the person's like, shit, let me get one of everything. So like basically that kind of happened. Like I was, this lady came up and I was like, hi, she seems kind of off, but okay. She wants like two drinks and like four croissants and a muffin. All right, let's go. Then I see the person come up and like pay for, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. And I see her bracelets. I'm like, all right, she just got out of the hospital. She was outside. This guy came up. He wants to do his good deed for the day. He's buying her a bunch of breakfast. Cool. No biggie. She was kind of weird. It's fine. Happens. Leaves. Comes back 30 minutes later. Got a line of people. She just walks straight to the front of the line. I would like four cups of ice, please. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, man, fuck nah, man. All right, you got to wait. I'm like, I can't give you four cups of ice, but you got to wait. There's a line. Okay, I will wait. And she stands right there in the front, of the, in the front, like right next to whoever's <laughs> in front of the line. Um, and I'm like, fuck, all right. But I'm, I'm trying to teach her a lesson. You got to wait. The lady in the front is uh, like a, a woman. I guess maybe it could have been the grandma. Cause she was probably 60s. And she's with like a seven or eight-year-old little boy. Like, the t- you know, around the age where you think Ninja Turtles is fucking dope and shit. And um, <laughs> I just see her look over at him and, like, smile, the, the crazy lady. And she's like, hey, little dude, give me dap, and puts her fist out. And the kid's just looking like, what? And the, the, the mom lady is just, is, is like, not ballsy at all. Yeah, Instead of she's saying not either, like, fucking... don't talk to my kid or yeah. something, she's just looking at me. With a scared yeah, face. Yeah, please help. And I'm thinking, yeah, and I'm thinking, like, lady, oh, I didn't do shit. And I'm thinking, ah, she, come on, little man, give me dap. And it's super awkward. Give me dap. Fist my fist oh, bump me. No. And the little kid, no, and the little kid does it. There we go. And I'm like, this is weird. And she's like, and I'm like, maybe it's over. She's like, do you like video games? And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so what did you play? Do you like Super Nintendo? And uh, and he's just quiet. And she's like, that's too old. I mean. And then she starts naming weird shit, DS Lite, Neo Geo. And I'm like, what the fuck? I like Neo Geo. And then she's <laughs> like, what do you like, Pokemon? And then she's like naming, she's like, Pokemon, Fortnite. She goes, Street Fighter. In my head, I'm like, bitch, I like Street Fighter. But I, I'm like, don't say anything. <laughs> I like to get my dick sucked, too. <laughs> so he speaks up. What does he say he likes? Motherfucking Roblox. God damn it. So he's like Roblox, and she's like, "Oh, I know Roblox," and um, and, and like, is that my whatever. son that so, got taken away from me because I'm a drug addicted yeah. psycho? So the the grandma lady, I'm still this bitch just ordered four different drinks for me, so I'm trying to make all these things at once, and she's just looking at me. I'm disappointed in the mom or the grandma lady because she has not turned to even look at the lady. She cannot stop looking forward. She's terrified. Um, the kid's fine now. The kid's comfortable. The lady's like talking to him and he's cool. He's still holding his mom's hand, but the lady's talking to him, just naming off video games and shit. And then, um, and she's like, and to you, ma'am, happy mother's day to like the mom lady he's with, whatever grandma, mom. And that lady just kind of like <laughs> nods. And, uh, then she looks behind them and behind them is my buddy. Uh, well, let me not say his name, one of my coworkers. And she's like, Happy Mother's Day to you too, sir. Because it's not just for mothers; it's for fathers too. Um, what the fuck? So it's not just your wife. If you guys have a baby, she doesn't know, dude. Completely gay, <laughs> but she's like you and your wife. But he's fine. He didn't give a fuck. 
And um, and she's like, it's not just for mothers, it's for everybody. It's for fathers too. And then she kind of stops and she's like, well, that is if you at least take care of your goddamn kids because some of them fathers ain't even around. And I'm sitting there like, oh, shit. She's going off on another <laughs> tangent now. She's really <laughs> she's like, you know, in her feelings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. So um, she's like, but in the end, it doesn't matter because we all love Jesus. <laughs> I fucking swear to God. Then she just starts... Jesus loves me and starts <laughs> singing like a hymn, like a whole hymn, dude. And I'm just like, oh shit. I'm just like, man, what do I do? That's what awesome. do I do? So I just stop doing what I'm doing and I make this bitch two cups of ice. And I'm like, I can give you two cups of ice. And she goes, thank you. And she just runs off with the cups of ice, dog. But <laughs> it was pretty nuts, man. That it always was... ends in religious <laughs> stuff, right? It's always like, yeah, man. He's out here doing God's work, yep. baby. Jesus Pretty loves me. <laughs> and that was right after that was like 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes after the creepy old man telling these children that I'll take care of them. Uh, <laughs> no, the so I was fuck just like, I won't, man. bitch. I ain't take care of shit. Yeah, that was, and it was early too. It was probably like around You're 9 like, dog, I'm morning. making coffee, bro. <laughs> I ain't trying to take care of kids. They don't drink coffee. <laughs> also, I'm just trying to make sure they don't lose their change so they're big angry dad doesn't come back thinking i stole his change you know what yeah, i mean like yeah, they tried to sure. run off i could have been like oh i get a 17 dollar tip but um but yeah thanks for the That's free it. money you idiots <laughs> yeah kid. pretty much Poor little kids hope your dad <sighs> puts you up for adoption you stupid bitch <laughs> but um but yeah other than that i bought a mouse today because i thought that i needed a mouse for my thing because my mouse wasn't working and well, the mouse was on sale it's good to have I'm going to keep it anyways. Yeah. The mouse was on sale for $9.99 instead of $18.99. I'm at Target. Go to the front. Ring it up at the self-checkout. Comes up $18.99. I tell the girl, hey, this is on sale in the back. Actually, they probably just forgot to remove the tags. and It's not on sale anymore because it's Monday and sales roll over after Sunday. She's like, no, no, no. What did it say? Not Okay, don't worry about it. And she just changes it to $9.99. This You're is like, the third said, time. It said $1.50. <laughs> <laughs> that's the third time I've been at a Target, and I've told them like, "Hey, man, your sign, your sales sign was wrong. I'm gonna go back and get a picture of it. Don't, don't worry about it. What, what did it say? If you go to Target and just tell them something's on sale, they will most likely just change that shit for you at the front. So yeah, that's funny. But don't be a creepo. But yeah, that's about it. Go listen to Ibaraki uh, Rashomon by Matt Hayes. Ibaraki Chan. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, man. It's cool stuff. Um, that's it. My long ass week. Sorry about that. Yeah, cool. So we are gonna review. Uh, let's yeah, do. Say, we may need to cut some of the but, news down. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. There's do... some of it we can. Um, I mean, we could do. Let's do news after, so that we don't bury the. Oh, lead. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why not? Because we don't want to bury the lead too hard, where people are like, "Damn, bro, it's been Already three hours." It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty buried. Um. Uh. So what do we got? You go through it. I didn't open it. <laughs> um. Well, no. For, so yeah, I'll just go through it real quick. Avatar sequels have come out. He's dropping five avatars at the same time. There's water, tree. Uh, so basically, yeah, here it is. The Avatar movies. Captain um, Planet, basically. <laughs> Earth, so the Avatar, water. Uh, James Cameron came out and is like, hey, we're going to make Avatar Way of Water, The Seed Bearer, The Tolkien Rider, and Their Quest for Ewa. So he's named all of the Avatar movies, which I don't know. We saw a trailer for the ocean one at the movie. Um, Did you see that trailer, James? Yep. I am not yeah. gonna front. Uh it looks like exactly the same. Like it 
it <laughs> what i water. said what i said was it looks almost like at this point it doesn't look good anymore like everything else has caught up whereas avatar originally was like oh my god it looks insane but then yeah now it's like no did they look it looks like roger rabbit to me like it looks like that's definitely not in real life you know what i mean where like yeah. when it came out it was like wow it looks so real now it's like nah i could tell it's definitely cg like they didn't yeah. do it's anything too extreme it looks exactly too, the same yeah. i'm i'm I mean, the first Avatar was whatever. Like, I literally didn't care when I saw it. Yeah. And now I care equally. Even less. Even less. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it needs to look realistic. I think they're just going to be fun sci-fi movies for people who are into it. I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're going to do great, you know, but I'm just wondering, will they do as – it's about to be 10 years of Avatar, dog. That's what we're about to get is a, what a movie every year or every yeah. year and a half. There's this dude on um, Nerd Central who posts every day. He's clearly like fucking forty five year old dude who's like, <laughs> Remember the eighties? I love the eighties. And he was like, I don't care what anyone says. This is gonna be beautiful. And I was like, Of course you like fucking Avatar, you fucking <laughs> personality free loser. Uh, Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so yeah, so there's Avatar. Um some Sonic news. There's a new Sonic series coming to Netflix called Sonic Prime. I mean, whatever. I'm not really. Yeah. I'm. I was the target age for Sonic when it first came out in 1991, but like, I'm not really. I don't really give a fuck. Um, Sonic news with the movie. Sonic 2 is the top-grossing video game movie, and uh, so far the top highest-grossing video game movie of all time. That's which surprising. I. I mean, I guess it's a kids. It's a kids. Yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. The thing. first one was fun, uh, and. I would say the only other competition would probably be Detective Pikachu. Yeah, because like the right. Super Mario Brothers movie was fucking weird and for teenagers, and Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, or martial arts movies for very very niche. Sonic is super, yeah, you know, it's kid friendly. It's a fucking yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess it makes sense. Um, like we said before, PS Five stock shortages until twenty twenty four. That's a huge bummer. Fuck, that sucks. Um, Street Fighter news. It really Street sucks Fighter. for you oh, specifically because if yours breaks, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Like it's your yeah, main gaming I mean, console. Yeah, I'm gonna be on the lookout for a backup. Um, I did get another green screen, but it was something with the HD. I just swapped the HDMI and it was fine. But um, let me tell you, yeah, after we'll I did my software update, knock on wood, um, it has not happened since. Nice. The what so what I what happened with me was though it, all I had to do was change the input I was plugged into on my TV, on the HDMI. So, but still, it's coming from the the three. It was the that green screen again. So, I don't know. Um, some Street Fighter news. Um, well, no, two games that are coming out tomorrow on the tenth is uh, Eudian Chronicles Rising, mm -hmm. which is the precursor to the the new. Yeah, it's the new Suikoden team, the the original creator of Suikoden, and I think the original writer of one and two, maybe one, two, and three, um, yeah. are working on a new JRPG. But Aodin Chronicles Rising is like the ARPG precursor, I think. Yeah, it's like a two point five D platformy actiony um, kind of thing precursor. We'll see how much it costs. I'm I'm, I'm gonna guess fifteen dollars. If it's fourteen ninety nine. I'll buy it right away. If it's more than that, I'll think about it. It's free um, on Game Pass. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
And the day after that, Source of Madness comes out, that that kind of subpar that, Lovecraft no, 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 in no. Metroidvania. It's not subpar. It's fucking horrible. And I know I said that about <laughs> uh, Mortal Shell. This time I mean it. I tried to play. I streamed it. It is one of the worst feeling games I've ever played in my life. Mm. It looks like it. It looks like it moves poorly. You literally can't. I, I don't understand what you're supposed to do in it. The enemies are just ragdoll <laughs> physics. They just like flop at you. Like I'm probably gonna buy it. <laughs> why? I don't know because I think it's done now. When you played it early, maybe they fixed it. It's definitely not. <laughs> why don't you just watch Twitch? Why don't you watch people on Twitch play it first? <laughs> Maybe I'll probably yeah. Jesse's I'll probably gonna buy it whether it's good or not. He yeah, buys things. I he buy everything, it. dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'll probably take a look and see if the final versions. I'll probably watch a review or so. Um, some Street Fighter <clears throat> news. Street Fighter Five. What's characters. up, everybody? Oh. It's Garrick. I love Source <laughs> of Madness. Um, <laughs> Street Fighter Five characters are being added to Brawlhalla. I mean, we already had Ryu Chun Li and Bison. No, Ryu Chun Li and Akuma, but now they are adding. I think Not Bison, Akuma. Sakura, Akuma's already in there. Um, nah, but, no, I was just it was oh, not a Tuma. Um, oh, not so. a Tuma. Nice. Um, yeah, they're adding oh, Bison, <laughs> um, Sakura, Dalsim, Luke. Somebody else. So they're adding more Street Fighter characters to Brawlhalla. I wasn't really familiar with Brawlhalla. I'd played it maybe a few years ago and tried it out. So I re-downloaded it today to try it. And it's like a Smash clone. It's pretty bad. But um it's cool for like it's I guess I guess it's cool. It's like a little party fun game, but not really into it. And then um other Street Fighter news, we've found out Fei Long will never be in a Street Fighter game again. He has been removed forever. Why? Um, so so according to Daniel Lindholm, composer of Street Fighter V, um, blah, 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 we won't see Fei Long ever again. Um, so he says, quote, Friends of mine in the U.S. who are very close friends with the Lee family, Bruce Lee, have basically said that any kind of resemblance to Mr. Bruce Lee is now omitted for comedic effect. It needs to be honorable. And uh, um, that's fair. Fei Long's character is, uh, I don't see it as dishonorable. Not at all. Because to me, it's just an homage. It's basically yeah. he's a movie star from Hong Kong and stuff like that. But I guess it's like parody. So I don't know. Out of respect for the Lee family, I don't know. I'm not gonna say it's stupid or they're dumb, but I think it's kind of stupid and it's kind of dumb. I mean. <laughs> it, it is honorable and even if you watch like the various animated like if you watch uh, street fighter 2v street fighter 2 victory animated series they do a really awesome job of portraying fei long the animated movie does um it's a bummer because he was a really cool character with a really great moveset i think what they might do is either they'll just never have him again or they'll just give his moveset to a new character in street fighter 6 yeah um which for free comic book day, which was Saturday, this year's Street Fighter book was a Blanca book. And there's people are wondering if they're showing a character that may be a character in Street Fighter Six. Her name is Pietra. And it's like this kind of lumberjacky lady. Um, but we don't know. And I think that's it for the news. Yay. Cool. All right. Oh, so yeah. M fucking mouth haptics. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Uh, Hold on, so really quick before we saw, we looked up mouth haptics that just got announced, which no, are basically you looked up mouth. Haptics. I heard it on. I heard it on. I heard it on a video game uh, games daily. So in order to create more immersion in VR gaming, they're adapting these <laughs> haptic triggers to make it feel more real. And they made like this basically a spider demo. And what it is is it's basically kind of like a flu. It looks like a like a like a bunch of little jets under the eyepiece of the VR goggle, and it will shoot jets of air at your face, to at like you know very calculated ways <laughs> to make it seem like certain things. So they show a demo, and it's like you walk through some spider webs, and it it like it blows air across your face, but to a way where it feels like you're kind of walking through spider webs. And um, they do another thing where, like, you, you're there's like a giant spider that's like oozing venom everywhere, and it feels like it's falling on your face, and <laughs> it feels like oozing venom is pouring on your face. Uh, there's a part where you're on a <laughs> motorcycle, and like, there's one where like, it, like uh, they're like, oh, simulate smoking a cigarette, and like, it supposedly feels like you're smoking a cigarette, uh, or riding a motorcycle, or sipping coffee. Uh, so just look up mouth haptics vr and you'll see it's a very short video it's it is so interesting. dumb <laughs> it is it is interesting technology but it's just so bizarre dude to... vr is it <laughs> it's uh, nerds making this shit come on dude. can you make can you make it feel like someone's rubbing their pussy all over my face right like I think that's <laughs> this is the first for. place they're gonna go with it <laughs> i think it's definitely for sex stuff it's to be like but I, like, I, I don't still know. don't think they're going to be able to blow enough air to feel like a solid dick going in your mouth. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if that's the case, why don't you just put a dildo in your mouth? But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> put the VR goggles on. Put, you know, Bradley Cooper or whoever's dick you want to suck. Fucking Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World. What? Uh, no, sorry. We were Kelsey and I listened to a podcast with Will Friday yesterday. Uh, and he's mm -hmm. so cool. But anyways... Uh, and then you just blow, yeah, you blow a dildo while you do it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just a little weird. Um, I don't know. It's definitely for sex stuff. Because oh, Ayudin Chronicle Rising is out. Oh, it's out already? Well, nice. on Game Pass. It says I can play it now, but <laughs> maybe. Speaking of sucking dick, no. <laughs> um, I'm about to suck I just dick. wonder, because they're like, oh, we're going to put this immersive thing for your face. And then they make a spider demo about spiders crawling on your face and in your mouth. Yeah. It's, I don't think anybody wants that. So it's about you getting spider webs on your face. Huh? It's about time. It's about power. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now news is done. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yay. Let's get to so the bulk do... of the show. Thank you to anybody that's still listening and wants to actually hear the reviews yeah. because now they're going to be like short and not informative. I no, can uh... fucking do our reviews. <laughs> I can we toss at least get a time set stamp. Yeah, I can put right. a I can toss a time stamp in for two hours. Basically, jump in at two hours for reviews. <laughs> yeah. So let's do Moon Knight. Let's get it out of the way. That one will be quick because yeah, I already know much. what you guys are going to say. Also, full spoilers. It's warning if you don't want spoilers on Moon Knight. We're reviewing the final episode. So go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and rate the season. Let's just do it. Um, out of 10, okay. I was just going to give it, uh, I mean, nah, six. Okay. James? Six. 
I give it a four. Oh, wow. I think it is. It does not have enough good stuff in it to recover from the shit, pointless ass four yeah. episodes we got. Damn, and the main character wasn't even the coolest character by the end. Like his wife was way more badass yeah. than him. She was yeah, fucking she was awesome. I just don't care. And, and they did the thing I said. They added a third personality and fart on that guy for being some Bronx 20, 1920s, you know, Spanish man. Or whatever. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Ugh. seven, either a six and a half or a seven. I liked it more than James for sure. I, I'm going to say a seven. I, there was parts I enjoyed. I do think it was inconsequential. Um, yeah. And uh, it would have been even worse. Did you hear about that they planned to have fucking Eternals <laughs> come in as cameos? No, like, the, no. the worst possible <laughs> shit. Like, oh, did I care? Well, I care less now. It would have made sense, though, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I think I, I, I think my problem is I wanted to like it more. So that's why I'm, I'm more gracious with it, you know? Um, and it should it's really the make brainwashing me... they've done. Yeah, they have yeah. people brainwashed to automatically give Marvel movies a better rating than they should. Well, we'll get into Doctor Strange too. Yes, we will. Your boy left it. Spoilers. Uh, I already. Knew um. That. Well, really quick about Doctor Strange. I mean, about Moon Knight is. I mean, I'm only giving it even a six because of how well it was made. Yes. Because it was made very well, but it was yeah completely inconsequential. It was, it was just dumb. They literally could have told that whole thing in like that could have been like three episodes. But I guess yes, it's a series. Easily. I wish it would have <laughs> been three episodes of this adventure shit. Like first episode starts it. Second episode in the middle of the season is like all right, we got to go find Amits or whatever Aminet, whatever her stupid name was. Uh, yeah, we yeah. gotta make sure Amen. he doesn't get that. And then last episode is the fight, right? Great. In between, we should have got way more of the like you're in a mental hospital shit and like really flesh that out because I mm -hmm. didn't understand it. <laughs> I didn't get what like what was real and what wasn't. Like when he was in the yes. mental hospital, I'm like, oh, this is all in his head, I guess. But then, right. then he like just decides. Now nah, I'm going back to the other world. So like, it which part is real? Is none of it real? Like, is he in a mental hospital? But then the doctor had the blood on his shoes, and there was the, you know, the yeah. caskets. I'm like, I I don't understand what I'm seeing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that I really said, didn't get that. It was extremely well acted. I think the directing was really nice. Yeah. I liked the um the visual effects. Like some people were hating on them. I'm like, dude. The fucking alligator lady was dope looking. Towelette, the fucking hippo lady was dope. The fucking bird guy was cool looking. The Moon Knight suit I thought was really cool. Both of them. Moon Knight suit was really yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked great. I just wish. And the combat with them was great. It's just I can't forgive what they gave us as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I can't. And you know what I wish, honestly? I wish it would have went street level. I wish he would have just been a kookball in New York that at night turned into moon knight and then we slowly reveal the egyptian stuff right like yeah how he gets his powers and then maybe steven starts like maybe steve's the the daytime guy he just works at the museum in new york or whatever and then yeah. at night he falls asleep and he chains himself up but he goes out as fucking moon knight and he punishes the people who walk or you know he protects the people that walk in the dark right 
And then you slowly start to see like, oh, wait, some shit's going down. Maybe he sees himself on the news or whatever, you know? And then you get like, oh, this is this Egyptian shit. And then secretly, you know, I'm hunting this guy that I know is trying to get this lady. And then we see Amit a little bit. You know, we see something that shows the Egyptian shit is real. And then maybe we end the season on that. Like, I don't need... You got to keep in mind, like, I know for me personally, and I, th- I think for you two both as well, like, I don't know the source material, so maybe they stuck to it really well and, uh, like, purists will appreciate it and I everything. But I don't think as so. Somebody, yeah, as somebody that doesn't know anything about it, it was a, it was a bummer. Yeah. He looks dope, and I love Oscar Isaacs, and it just it was a dumper. Yeah, it it didn't go to any. I thought Ethan Hawke did a great job. Like everyone yeah. gave it the role. The acting was like a nine yeah. out of ten easily. It's, it's weird because their TV shows have been pretty great so far. This is the first mm-hmm. one where I'm like, ooh, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm like, I wanted. The, I think I had to, I'm at a six and a half. Like I think it's slight. Mm, six might even be good actually. Just thinking like average, yes, like just slightly above average to average. I think it's a six. <laughs> yeah. Any other network, you know, Take if this was on CW, if this was on CW, you'd be like, holy shit, this was crazy, yeah. right? But this is up against, you know, like what we've gotten, especially on the TV yeah. side, has been so good. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten some pretty good stuff, and this did not. It, it matched up when it comes to, like, you know, visuals and presentation, but it was just not very good. Yeah. And Scarlet Scarab is a really stupid name. For like a really cool character. <laughs> Wait, who's the Scarlet Scarab? That's her name. What? That's her name. Her Ugh. name is Scarlet Scarab. Ugh. Hey, guess what? Though. You already have a Scarlet something yeah. name right now that's really big. Mm. And also, she doesn't have any Scarlet on her. So her name should have been Golden Scarab. Or Yeah, her name should have been like Towelette. <laughs> Moist Towelette? <laughs> Moist Towelette. <laughs> She was awesome though. I don't know. But like yeah, yeah, she, was, she, was, she was cool. Awesome. I liked her character throughout. I think they really gave her mm-hmm. the most. Like we saw a lot of her life and stuff. And that's where I really did like the show is the the times we saw why Steven was created. You know, like when we got into that, I was yeah. like all in. I I you know, I teared up at that. I thought it was that really well acted. That whole last episode was hers. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I thought it was neat. But bummer. Yeah, I I don't know what's I don't know what's next on the TV side. I I think I am getting fatigued um, yep. with Marvel. I'm like they don't need to be. It was great. Like when I didn't get it, when it was like once a year we'd get a Marvel movie. I was like this is amazing. I wish we got it every month. But then you get it and you're like, no, it's actually better when it's like every year. <laughs> I look forward to the next movie. It's like looking right. forward to Elden Ring for so long. You know, like holy shit, it's coming. It's like. Nah, next month is From's next game, Dark Souls Light, you know, Dark Souls yeah. XL, whatever, you know. Yeah. Gwyn and the Winter Gwyn Man, you know, <laughs> Gwyn and the Moon Guy, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, God. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would be interested to see where they go with him. I'd like to see him in other stuff. I don't know that they need to wrap a whole series about yeah. Egyptian gods that we're literally never going to see. Like, if all of those existed, where were they during Thanos? <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't understand it. And if there's cosmic, like, so that's where shit gets dicey, right? There's cosmic beings that live outside of fucking 
you know, Earth and our gods, but then there's gods on Earth that are in <laughs> Egypt. Like, wh- where to what? And that's where yeah. comic books can just ignore it all. You know, we you don't just... even know that this is like in the same universe, technically. So, yeah, yeah we well, didn't... we'll talk about universes. Did in a we minute. see anything that connected it in any way? No, right? Like they, uh, not, they did not. Not mention... I remember. They did not um, mention Spider Man. Yeah, they didn't. Do, you know, like they didn't mention the Avengers or anything. No, I don't think that's so. That's true. Hmm. Yeah, you would have. Oh wait, did anybody know that? I was gonna say somebody brought up snapped, but that was in Doctor Strange. Yeah, they didn't even bring up the snap. That's super strange. Yeah, because this is for sure gonna link to Blade, right? Maybe I don't know. They were gonna so have like they a gonna... hint to it. Hopefully, it doesn't link to anything, and it burns. I will and never say, comes back. I am very excited for Blade when they do that. Uh, yeah, I think Lars yeah, Lolly sure. is going to be amazing, and Blade's a cool fucking character. And hopefully, Sam Raimi does not direct it. How dare you? <laughs> he would be so no. good for Blade. His horror roots. No. Oh, absolutely. I don't think so. Nah, because he's campy. I oh. think Blade needs to be Edge Lord. I guess maybe we get Guillermo del Toro back. He did a great job. Uh, that'd be godlike if we yeah. can get him back. I mean, he don't do we'll much anymore. I wouldn't be mad about that at all. I think he's all too right. big, though. Well, let's get into Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness. Uh, Moon Knight <laughs> yeah. was okay. If you're bored, watch it, whatever. Um, let's go ahead and rate ahead, and then we can talk. And we'll we'll do, like, let's, let's start baseline feelings and a rating. We'll each kind of go around, and we can talk. And then when we want to get deep into spoilers, we'll we'll set the, you know, spoiler warning. Okay. I mean, we're going to have to set it pretty quick. Cause... Yeah. All right. So let's just say our general feelings and rate it, and then we'll go deep into spoilers. So after the last rating, don't listen anymore if you haven't seen right. it. I'll go last. Um, I'll just say out of 10, seven and a half. Yep. Okay. James? James? Oh, no. Like base level thoughts or? I guess his seven and a half tells you. Okay. Oh, oh, base level thoughts. Okay. Um. Oh, that's what you meant. I thought it was uh a lot of fun. It was a fun Marvel movie. It's what I thought we were gonna get. Um. Uh, very Sam Raimi. Uh, I'm trying to rush now. All right. I thought it was a fun movie. It you was said, very Sam Raimi. You said afterwards, is, it's cool. We have a Halloween. Uh, oh yeah, movie. that's what it is. So we definitely have like. Uh, a Halloween Marvel movie now. It it's not like Halloween themed, but it totally fits like fun, spooky superhero action that is a little spooky at times, but still okay for the kids. Um, so I think it, that's what I think is really fun about it. It's surprisingly it's gory, actually, in spots for a PG thirteen. Like they don't yeah, show entrails bit. and things like that. But I mean, there's death there's blood it's it's interesting yeah there's definitely death yeah um uh so i think it was uh pretty cool i'm just gonna say fun it wasn't like the major end all be all like oh no like i kind of like that it was i mean i guess it was the end of the world it's always the end of the fucking world but it wasn't completely like thanos level i would I'll say this. I agree with you. I like that it didn't reverberate. It's not like this is changing the MCU. Like No Way Home was kind of going to be like that, and then it wasn't. You know, like yeah. I like that they're doing. That's like, what I thought this was going to be. Yeah, they're doing like kind of self-contained things. Like obviously, No Way Home changed a little bit of the atmosphere in that no one knows Peter Parker is Spider-Man or who Peter Parker really is. Um, but it's not like. Yeah, I disagree with that. 
what that you think? Okay, good. I'm done. Well, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I don't. I don't think it should have been self-contained because it's called the multiverse of madness. Yeah, and I think it was kind of a letdown that they didn't really give a shit as far as progression in the MCU. Um, not really. No, they gave us basically as much as No Way Home did, and that was a Spider-Man movie. This was literally Doctor Strange, who should be the like a lot more versed in this, and maybe even like should be the like source that we get like the expansion of all this like a lot more than we did because in the end it still was just dr strange and scarlet witch and her trying to get her kids like we saw in the end of the show yeah and didn't go anywhere well give give your rating (laughs) uh so i am at a Generous six because of a certain thing that happened towards the middle of the movie that really got me super hyped. Um, General thoughts. I thought the horror elements were done very, very well. Obviously, Sam Raimi's good at that. Unfortunately, he couldn't help but also do the other thing he does, which is put in his campy, very cheesy in this movie uh, elements. And very Ash from Evil Dead, even like so like obnoxiously like Ash from Evil Dead one liners in the wrong spots to where it like pulls you out of these like really cool moments. And uh, I thought the beginning was very weak. Uh, I think the overall plot was eh, just it was just kind of there. Like, who cares? You know, like. Okay. I don't know. It wasn't even a Doctor Strange thing, really. It was more about Scarlet Witch and uh which she's a great character and cool and she acted her ass off and was incredible. Um, but it just like I'm talking overall movie, I'm I'm probably at about a six. Okay. okay. Fair. I uh, see that's fair. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna say an eight out of ten. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. But it doesn't reach the the highs that we've seen in some of the other solo films, and obviously in like the the team up films. Um, you know, there's no beating like Avengers one. There's no beating you know Civil War, right? Winter Soldier, things yeah. like that. Those are just those highs. Those I don't think we're ever movies. gonna get again. Like, those are lightning in a bottle. Um, but I loved this movie start to finish. I really enjoyed every. Uh, there's okay so the only one-liner i didn't like was uh a rachel mcadams one-liner but that's the only one that really stuck out as like out of place for me the rest didn't i i didn't mm. catch a lot of them maybe i missed them or whatever but yeah i'm trying to think what one-liners i, I like i mean i'm a big sam raimi fan he's a, a i think big imprint. i'm also like combining the one-liners with the uh his classic uh dramatic zoomed in shot yeah yeah of course yeah. that's his that's yeah. his signature I know. and they're uh, they're in anything else i think i would have been fine with it but in a marvel movie and like the stakes of being a doctor strange in the multiverse and scarlet witch potentially being able to destroy everything in the world and multiple universes that's a spoiler just having that campy <laughs> stuff kind that's, of felt like it's a heavy spoiler yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh yeah that's a heavy spoiler you yeah. wouldn't i, I mean <sighs> All right, look, we're going into. Spoilers. I mean, they, 
We're going to I guess you heard they, my last. They kind of tell you after five minutes of the movie starts. You find yeah. out right away. <laughs> I didn't. I got spoiled by some fucking review that said it was spoiler free, and it said we all know she's going to be the villain. I was like, I didn't know that. I assumed oh, really? it was a team up movie. Oh. Yeah, and I thought I if know. she was, it was going to be a separate personality, like it was going to be a different person. Which technically I... we get like a hint that it is. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to be the villain, and then a bigger villain was going to show up, and they, like you said, team up. Yeah, and I that's thought, why, again, I think the story is even more basic than I expected it so to be. I'm going to say what I took one whole point off is I think the America Chavez character was horribly acted. I think that girl's looks like America Chavez from what I've seen from the comics, and like I no, her don't look cool. like her at all. America Chavez is like grown. And looks like a bad J Lo, like a like a like okay. a big, like America Chavez looks like she'll like whoop you in a street fight. She's not like a little teenager. I think they casted it. I think they casted a young teenager kid to get like kids to be like that looks like me. But well, they should have casted some. They want their young Avengers. Yeah, get the yeah, fuck out they of here, build America Chavez it. looks yeah. well jacked. She I'm looks looking like at her Gina in Carano. the comics. I'm looking at her in comics, <laughs> and she does look slightly older, but she's not jacked. She's just wearing a fucking jean jacket. She. They did that part well. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, she's. I I just thought like, I, I there was parts where I really liked her, and then there was parts where she was just not like her acting wasn't up to snuff. Like, I mean, you're against she, Benedict she was just Cumberbatch. A MacGuffin. Yeah, Let's be real. And you're you're she against, was nothing but a MacGuffin. You're against Cumberbatch. <laughs> you're against Rachel McAdams. Who I she wasn't a hundred percent for me either. That I I feel like she was mm-hmm. ready to be done. But you know, you were against Elizabeth Olsen, who's giving it Incredible. literally ten thousand percent. Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. is all in in every form. Like, right. I I really really liked that stuff, and I always think of it as like, yes, Doctor Strange. If we're going like Illuminati, Doctor Strange, like late stage Stephen Strange, who is Sorcerer Supreme. Yes, he would be the guy that knows all this. But we're still working with like year two. Doctor Strange. You know uh, I mean? no. Yeah. No way is it year two. Well, it's th- got to be like year four or five. Well, that does that no. post snap. It's post snap. Yeah. yeah. So it's way past. But he died in the that's snap. Like five so years after it. Yeah, but that's five years he was dead. No, after the snap. No, no, it's not five years after the snap. I, I think they we're said like that. We're still within like a, a year or two. No, the they but I just mean five years. That's how long they were gone for. Yeah. They were gone. The snap was five years long. Like everyone was gone for five years. We're pretty so. We see some of that uh, in Black it's Widow. It's more than like a few years. It's got to be though, right? Yeah, but what I'm saying is, we're still not seeing Doctor Strange, who's been Doctor Strange and is the master of the mystical arts. He's still like learning. He, did, I think he did some cool shit in this. I really liked his magic spells, like throwing fucking snakes. He was snakes. Sorcerer Supreme already. Yeah, man. he was Sorcerer Supreme already. For a second, he, he was like Sorcerer Supreme. His second the day ti- of being, he used the Time Stone. He's been through the like. He's still he's not the master the of the mystical times. arts. Like we're but seeing, you're what... making it sound like he's still like in training. No, he's still sorcerer. learning. He's still learning. Like he has to make mistakes. Like we've seen the other universes. He was in the Illuminati. Like he was making these high level decisions. He's still just kind of chilling right now i just don't think we're seeing that level okay. of i see what you're saying it's not year two I, i'll grant you that but it's like he's still learning he's not like mastered everything he still has so much shit to learn and he clearly does because he lost the title of sorcerer supreme um yeah well he the technicality yeah 
But <laughs> Wong was great in this. I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought a lot of the horror elements worked so well for me. All right. Can we break it down to three sections? Okay, sure. So we got the first section that is squid opener and kind of laying out the Scarlet Witch stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then before, and then after that, you got the the middle section, which is basically the Illuminati section, and then we have like the end, which is like the haunted house horror and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. So, I, the fir- did anybody else notice how bad? the cgi was in the first section of this movie no uh i didn't think it was bad i thought it was just cgi i didn't notice it anywhere else except for in the beginning of the movie you talking it the was like Gorath stuff long or? floating around like stuck out in the screen like further than everything else kind of like uh what's his name in uh infinity war when he's in oh. the uh hulkbuster like he was like sticking. oh, oh yeah that was really b- i remember that actually when he's Floating running was- yeah, it was bad when when Bruce I, is the in the CG Hulkbuster and his head is floating like, <laughs> yeah, they did a bad job with that after they stopped having practical suits. I've noticed that with the like Iron Man stuff. Anytime Tony's head was floating, you could tell he wasn't in heavy armor because his head and yeah. neck would be floating around all like, you know, wacky. It, it, it gets worse when you watch it on 4K too. Mm, Way I, worse. <laughs> I will say you can tell there was a reshoot uh, in that section when Wong shows up there. Well, there's a part where Wong's hair is completely different. There's like a weird oh, cut, nice. and he has a different part. And I was like, "Wow, that's clearly." A I win. saw, I saw a clip where the same guy, they keep do- progressing with Doctor Strange doing like these spells, and the same guy keeps running from the same spot four <laughs> different times, like the exact same. He runs from the front of a car past Doctor Strange. He does it four times, but Doctor Strange uh, keeps progressing in the spell. <laughs> you know what I forgot to look for it was Sam Raimi's car. His classic oh, uh, Ash's car. car. No, no his, his tan car. No, the, the tan one from Evil Dead. Yeah, that's his oh, car that he funny. had when he was making those movies. You know, like yeah, it's his sure Christine. It's yeah. Um, so I liked you know the beginning. This was a it was an interesting movie because this is about him, like kind of coming to terms with who he is, which I liked. Yeah, especially given that last moment with um christine where he's like i love you in every every reality you know and i'm just a piece of shit and i can't say it you know like i like that he had he got that like catharsis uh mm-hmm. even yeah. though you know he couldn't do anything about it and whatever um the beginning's kind of whatever like it jumps it starts in media res like with uh america chavez and one doctor Str- you know one doctor mm-hmm. strange from a different universe and all that stuff I really enjoyed that, you know, all the Doctor Stranges usually, you know, make the shitty decisions. They make like the the ones that are like someone's got to be the bad guy kind of decision. Except for six one six, I like that that we see that as a recurrent theme, and that gives us that our Doctor Strange is different. You know, like he is, he he is different. There's something special about him versus the other ones, and I'm sure there's yeah, you know, in the infinite multiverse, there's probably multiple of him. But the general theme is. Stephen Strange is always kind of the methodical doctor who has to make that. So like, you mentioned the 616 thing. I was 100% under the impression that they confirmed that the movie MCU universe was not 616 yes, after No One No Way Out. Okay, so that's my biggest gripe of the movie is the MCU is like universe 199999. 
not yeah, six one six. Like nine something. Yeah, <laughs> it's a one and a bunch of nines. Well, that's the MCU. In it's fairness, six one six. She says that on that in that planet or in that reality, they they have designated it as six one. That might have just been a nod to the comics. You know what I mean? That might just be like a LOL the comic universe. You know. So uh, I get what you're saying. Fine, cop out. That's fine. In that universe, it's six one six because the MCU is universe one nine 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 nine. Not 616, because 616 is the comics, and my stupid, idiot, dumb nerd brain, when all this this all fucking started with organic web shooters in 2002, when (laughs) movies started fucking just like, just just change this and change that, and then Marvel movies, we started noticing they're actually more like the Ultimates, uh, Ultimate Marvel Universe than they are the the regular Marvel Universe, and now I've gone to a point where like I just accept movies just combining characters and making up their own shit because it's a different universe but then this bitch comes out of nowhere and goes you're from universe 616 nope. and uh nope. you're wrong anyways you guys are both wrong it's from far from home uh quentin beck tells peter he's from earth 616 well P- uh, no i'm not talking about that mysterious i don't know i'm saying somebody like feige came out after no way home or whatever because where Aunt May is the one to tell Peter with great power comes great responsibility. Like traditionally in the 616 universe, it's Uncle Ben that says it. So that automatically means we're not in 616 because Aunt May does it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm just saying that it wasn't in this first. Like they said it in in Far From Home. Um, But... That is someone lying. Anyways, he's not from the multiverse, so who knows? But well, he said he was from like five something, eight five, five three. But what I'm saying is he's yeah. not from. You know, that was the whole lie. But that's the mm-hmm. first time yeah. it was said. Um, but apparently, so back in 2008, when the MCU started with Iron Man, Marvel published a hardcover coffee table book called "The Official Handbook of the Marvel Universe A to Z." Volume 5. This book contained the official designation for the budding MCU, which was Earth 199999959s. Fans have since run this designate run with this designation, even naming a subreddit after it. This has been designation for years, but all of a sudden now we're supposed to accept that the MCU is 616. Um, no, it ain't. <laughs> that that part that's when like I looked forward and I think I, I, a couple minutes later you were like, "I see you guys shaking your heads." I'm like, "Oh no, I think the movie's great, but I'm just really upset about that because I get it. Like, oh, who cares, man? It's movies. But, like, there's a a specific number designation for a universe. Like, damn it, Wolverine doesn't have his yellow suit. Like, let the (laughs) movies be their wackadoo universe with all their made-up funky shit, and that's fine. But, like, I mean, in the end, it doesn't matter. Who cares? But, I mean, I guess I'm part of my nerd brain – cares about that like because nothing you know they always have to make well, when you're talking weird. multiverse of madness it's fair to have this as an argument of it kind of sucking you know what i mean yeah. like you that's a big deal if we're talking multiverse stuff like that's the comics yeah. that have been running for decades yeah because if <laughs> anything that universe they were in at that time would have been more 616 than Doctor Strange's because they have Professor X in his chair. They have Mr. Fantastic. You know, they have uh I don't know, like Yeah. Well the it middle part was the best part, IMO. I mean, I really liked all the horror 100%. stuff at the end, but man, seeing I mean Krasinski coming in 
as um, Reed Richards was oh. so hyped just because it's been a fan casting for people have been hoping for it. And it almost nods yeah. to that this is possible now because oh. other than Spider-Man generally, well, no, Loki has a variant that's, um, you know, a female Loki now that I think about it. But, you know, you know, Doctor Strange seemingly is Doctor Strange everywhere. Scarlet Witch has yeah. been mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch everywhere. Like we've seen a lot of people stay the same. Mm-hmm. So it is viable and possible that we'll get a John Krasinski, Emily oh Blunt. Oh my god, I hope so. Yeah, I mean, he did look a little weird. His beard looked kind of weird. His beard looked and his mouth. It was weird. probably fake. Yeah, but his... he looked wonky. Yeah, he, I think he looked. I think he looks cool as Reed Richards, but in in this movie, I think he looked awkward, and I didn't think he looked cool at well, all. Well, and we needed I, we needed him to sound more Reedy. I don't know. He felt he sounded yeah. more like empathy, where Reed Richards is very analytical. He's he's mm-hmm. very much like I mean from what well, I this isn't six one six that's so, true, I mean. but neither is the fucking MCU <laughs> so who knows what we'll see. Um, right. That was hype. <laughs> Seeing Patrick Stewart as uh, X Men the animated series uh, Xavier was really cool. Yes. I really loved the touch of his powers coming out and them showing it like the rings. Yes, the classic yes. animated <laughs> series version. Like it 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 was very oh, much the it. music sting was perfect. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anson Mount coming back as Black Bolt from the failed uh, Inhumans <laughs> movie slash series they made. Um, the way that fucking he killed himself was so good. I was like, yeah, that was one that of was the times I yelled, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, he blows his own brain up. That was I was thinking that when I saw the mouth get shut, I was like, oh, man, he's going to blow his head up. He's like, he's going to speak into his own mm-hmm. mouth, even though I don't know if that's how his power works like that like when he kills him and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry and it just like keeps reverberating i don't i'm not very versed in the thunderbolts no but he like, can't talk because if he speaks it's like super no, energy no destruction. I, I know that it's he, he, the slightest whisper can destroy a planet but like the way i like he kind of directed it in a cone and it like obliterated him but like nothing else around him I'm pretty sure if that guy just whispers, it's literally like a nuclear explosion goes off. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But I really like that whole scene. I love that they, sorry, just real quick. I love that they were like, we'll deal with her if she shows up. Don't worry about that. And then they just get fucking (laughs) owned. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, that's good. Well, you had something to say. Uh, I just, I, I, I think it's, um, I agree. It was like the best section of the movie for sure. Um, but I would also point out that that was like the least that Dr. Strange had anything to do with the movie. And um, yeah. it was like the ultimate, like the fighting. And that was great. Getting Reed Richards was the ultimate hype. Like I was still like getting hyped about it after it already happened. <clears throat> after he was introduced, like, I started, never expected that. I started thinking, like, are they going to show us Reed Richards? Because we're getting an Illuminati. And she mentioned the Baxter Foundation when he gets there. You know, like, when he mm-hmm. wakes up in the cage, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. We're going to get a Reed. And then I thought, there's no way. But I thought, I'm like, if it's John Krasinski, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did. And several others did, too. Yeah. And a bunch of people awesome. were hyping in the theater, too. Yeah, it was pretty I, neat. It was, it was definitely a surprise. It came out of nowhere. No, definitely. I love that, like, um, what is it? Captain Carter, I guess, technically. Yeah, she, yeah. like, I love that the shield cut her in half. That was yeah. dope. And I, you know what I liked? Like, 
as show a, it though. As a fun nod to like how good Captain America always is, is like she just has a shield and a jetpack and like, you know, her regular you know, super strength like but Steve Rod like Captain America's uh, serum doesn't give him like superhuman strength. He just has peak physical strength at least in the comics, you know what I mean? And he has like super crazy endurance but his strength is like athletic like olympian athlete olympic athlete level strength he's Mm -hmm. not like super super human so i like that even with you know just baselines you know lightly super strength and like all that she still held up better than most during that fight you know that was a nice nod to like steve rogers being one of the or captain america being one of the only people that was fighting thanos like fucking his ass up you know i really like that and I did love that she got cut in half. This had really cool <laughs> ties into what if, like a lot more than than mm-hmm. you know you see. So that it was fun. It was like you could watch that and you would get these nods, and it was a nice thing for you. Or you know, if you skipped it, you weren't missing. Like you weren't lost. It just it was not. Yeah, nice. I missed what if I didn't watch those. Yeah, this just had cool nods to it. But um, and then we get to the full-on full-blown horror segment which is like the third act is like just a fun sam raimi horror movie um and you know i will grant you this was definitely raimi plays the hits like he literally (laughs) did all of his movies at different parts like we got yeah you know he literally uh, had what's his name punching himself yeah that's army of darkness yeah (laughs) i mean that's evil dead 2 and army of darkness actually um yeah And we got, you know, a bit of Drag Me to Hell when the demons start coming out and pulling, you know, all that shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. And we got some zombie stuff. We got Deadite. You know, when I saw the corpse in the very beginning of, like, the one that, you know, the the Dr. Strange had come through with America Chavez, I was like, that's Mm -hmm. a Deadite. That's coming back for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And I really enjoyed him going into his own puppet body, which... so. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like he did a good job of justifying his Ramiisms, though, in those kind of things, right? Like the talking zombie that's like goofy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's still Doctor Strange. He's still in there quipping around, you know? Like it's less weird than in like Old Army of Darkness where it's like these demon, you know, guys making jokes and being goofy. Like at it least, just, I don't know. It felt out of place. The, the, the campy, cheesy stuff didn't fit for me. Especially being how, like, this is, like, the first time we've gotten a Marvel movie that, like, just straight up, like, went with the dark and didn't mind doing, like, showing people blowing up with blood and, like, giving us all these horror elements. Like, we were finally getting it, and they're like, well, I mean, granted, it wasn't their choice. It was it's just how Raimi is. But, like, for me, I was just like, um, of course, they're going to put the, you know... Nothing, you know, I mean, I understand it's his style. Like, I get it. That's his thing. So for, if for a lot of people that love that, like, they probably, you know, you just love it. That's great. But for me, it just didn't fit the movie and the tone that the movie's going with, especially with Scarlet Witch being the way she was in this movie. It just didn't, yeah. it didn't fit at all for me. Um, I mean, I think it kind of i i think it kind of did fit because the movie was pretty much that spooky he is like doctor strange witchcraft man um i i i and i like ramiisms i like evil dead one of my favorites and, and i i i like all that shit i like the raimi stuff i do feel like it was a bit much like what i tend to always notice is the fans raimi loves 
to blow paper <laughs> and leaves everywhere. And you, it, you see it so much. It's always like the cameras always kind of pan down a bit so that you can see the, the ground and you see like swirling leaves and paper. And I'm always like, oh, fuck. And it doesn't matter if you're inside a house. <laughs> If you're inside a house, he always breaks a window so leaves come in the house so he can blow leaves around. And <laughs> it's it's like when she first went dreamwalking and she went to the lady. Like it was Kandarian Demon Camera when it was like flying through the universe and when mm-hmm. it was in the house. And it's fine. I like it. I, I like the Raimi stuff. I do. I don't know what I, – I don't know if I'm complaining about it. It sounds like I'm complaining about it, but I'm not. I do like it. You sound like me. Like you – you don't mind it if it was in a different movie. It didn't feel but, like a fitness. But I'm happy it's in this because I'm happy that this movie is – it's got that – not stink, but it's got that – that <laughs> rainy stink. It's that mark. Funk. It's, it's all it's, over look. it, and I like it. Like this, It makes me look forward to – like this – watching this movie made me feel like october halloween Like I'm like, oh, this is going to be a fun – October time movie like I like I almost wish there was maybe like somewhere Halloweeny in here somewhere because it feels super Halloweeny and super like Sam Raimi shit like when he when he had her with the blood on her face chasing him in the sewers that was that like was straight up I evil dead that. shit yeah like she looked like the Right on? No, I say yeah, and Elizabeth Olsen, I can't say enough, fucking killed it. Like she, yeah, she did yeah. awesome. Oh, she is super. She, in, she is a very good actress. Wasn't she in Silent House? Is that the name of that movie? It's supposed to be all one take. It's really it's fake one take, but it's like it's shot like it's or edited like it's one take. I mm. think it's yeah, called. I don't know. It is called yeah, Silent she, House. It was a remake of a. Um, uh, a Spanish film, I believe, uh, called The Silent House. It was a Uruguayan film, sorry, which that truly was, I believe, all in one take, uh, the original film. But when they did the American remake, um, which was in 2011, Obviously. yeah, they couldn't pull it off. Yeah, they couldn't do it. Um, but so she's done horror before, very obviously only that, and I think, uh, I mean, you could maybe call like Old Boy a thriller with. You know, she did the remake of that, which, oof. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I was here for it. I came for a Sam Raimi movie, and that's what I got. Like, I understand, yeah, the idea that, like, <laughs> well, any other movie. But when we get Taika Waititi doing Thor Ragnarok, it's Taika Waititi. When we get James Gunn doing, you know, Guardians, it's James Gunn. They don't have those uh, specific styles per se they have james gunn does some things that are definitely specific to him taika waititi is more of a writing style and a humor style um Raimi just definitely has his his style of filmmaking um which you know they just let him go loose which i i personally i respect that they did that mm-hmm. um maybe it doesn't mm-hmm. work for everybody you know and I, I get that you know not everybody loves everything that's fine um but yeah. I'm just happy. Like my sister-in-law actually really dislikes the comical Thor movie. Yeah, a lot of she people just do. not like Ragnarok because it became like this funny man movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it just became Guardians. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. nephew texted me in the middle of Doctor Strange. Was like, I fucking hate this movie, and I was like, Yeah, man, that's <laughs> what I'm hearing. And he's like, He's like, Honestly, I don't mind the movie. I hate America Chavez. He's like, She's terrible. And I was like, mm, Yeah, she's not the greatest actress, but whatever. And by the end, he said he really because he was only like thirty minutes in at that point. He hadn't even gotten to the mm-hmm. like middle stuff. Once that happened, he was like, "That shit was dope." 
and he's like, I like the ending, but or you know, he's like, I, I like the horror stuff at the end. He just did not like America mm-hmm. Chavez, and I whatever. thought the horror elements that Sam Raimi did were fine. I'm not take that. I thought they were done great. It's just I wish he could have held back on his camp so bad. It's funny because it's really a split. Do. Like the reviews are either like it's pure Sam Raimi and that's amazing, or it's yeah, it too is. much Sam Raimi. You know, so <laughs> yeah. But the way I look at it, like if you got it. Stephen King to do a Marvel or not uh, Steven Spielberg to do a Marvel movie, it would be a Spielberg movie. If you got Tarantino to do a Marvel movie, it I would be get a Tarantino what you're saying, movie. but like I feel like it fits better with some things and some things yeah, it doesn't. For sure, and, I think. And also, not everybody's as like in your face with their shit as Sam Raimi. I you, think like, Guillermo Raimi, del Toro. Really I think Guillermo del Toro would be as in your face. It's just different. Like I think that like Peter Jackson, it would be as in your face. It's just a different style, and I get that. And it's not for everybody. I think it works probably better as a Doctor Strange movie. I think. I think if. Because I th- I want to say let me see uh, if this was a- if it wasn't Scarlet Witch and she wasn't the way she was the whole time I think the campy stuff wouldn't have bo- bothered me as much. Um, but on, I sorry. just had such a like serious tone with her character that it just kept throwing me out of it. Um, yeah, I'm trying to see uh, what happened here when when Scott Derrickson dropped out. Um, and I want to see if the um, if the script changed, um, you know, because it seems like, you know, if they would have given Raimi a bit more control on the script side, story wise, like story beat wise, this might have had a little bit more um, coherence. Because you know, there there are some disparate elements that don't really make perfect sense together and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I. I I think he fits with Doctor Strange the most. I don't. I was not excited for America Chavez in general, just because I was like, "How are they going to make her make sense as a powered character?" But they did an okay job. Like it explains her powers in enough of a way that it's like she's this distinct being that exists in one reality at a time. There's no she's a other. nexus. She's a nexus being. Yeah. So it's like yeah. okay, that's fine. But which I thought was funny because Scarlet Witch actually is, I believe, in the comics, a Nexus being. There's only one Scarlet Witch in all the multiverse. Hmm. Hmm. And it was funny. I don't know if America Chavez normally is, but it was funny to me that they have Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch in the movie. And then they have somebody else as a Nexus Nexus being. You know what I wondered? I didn't know that. I wondered if her kids had powers in the other universes, you know, I was wondering that too. I was and looking if, for signs of it, but if vision was their dad, you know, like, cause where was he ever? Yeah. They, he wasn't even in this at all. Right. That's the one thing I thought was a big miss was that we didn't pay off the white vision. Cause he should have been who stopped her. You That'd know what I mean? Cool. He should yeah, have shown up and said, I remember, you know, like I went and I had to discover, <laughs> rediscover, you know, like, but if thing. you would have done that, having that whole second section have like very little to do with Doctor Strange and then have the ending be White Vision come in and save the day, <laughs> it would have been like, uh, was Doctor Strange even part of this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't have too much more to say. I really, I really personally enjoyed it, but... I can mm-hmm. see where, like, you know, it is, it may be too stylized um, in that old school I thought the set flavor. pieces were great. Costumes were great. Acting was very well done. 
and I think we need a Scarlet Witch movie. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I think she signed on for at least three more movies or something like that. So, or three more things. Excellent. So I don't think she's dead. Um, no. Oh no, she's no. definitely not dead. Yeah, they like had her conceal herself in that tomb, but I think she's gonna have to. It's going to be weird, though, because it's going to be the cycle continues. She's bad. She has to rede- redeem herself. Then she's bad. Then she has to redeem herself. And then she went full-blown bad. I really yeah. liked that first scene, though, when he shows up to talk to her. And then mm-hmm. she slips. And he's like, wait a minute. And then she just lets the whole <laughs> shit down. And then he's there like, oh, fuck. I, I can't stop her. Like, he knows. You know, he sees that. He's yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, this yeah. isn't just... Like she's touched the dark hole or whatever. No, this is like she's corrupted. I really liked her fingers being black too. I thought yep. that was really cool. Uh, like visual. I liked all the, the stuff in the temple, like her like popping out of the reflections in the yes. water and stuff like that. Yes, very cool. Yeah, they did a lot of cool magic in this. I think I wish there was a little more magic. It. I will say, like I agree with you in that it's not as much a strange movie for a bit there. You know, it's like it's right. really more of a Scarlet Witch. But mm-hmm. you know, that's a that's i don't know uh, it's weird it's like you kind of are like ah, i guess that's okay because she's awesome but it is not right. called scarlet witch you know <laughs> yeah yeah it, it definitely does not beat the first doctor strange movie for me at all but i'd have to go I watch it love again. that movie <laughs> yeah i'd have to watch it again maybe i'll put it on this week and, and i remember loving it i just i don't feel I'll like admitted the, oh go ahead i don't feel like i like the like i was really excited for mads mickelson and that villain was a fart in the wind Oh, yeah, the yeah. villain was pretty whack, but I remember the movie being pretty good as I think back. I will on say it. this probably has my favorite villain so far in any of the non Avengers movies because it's Scarlet Witch and she's fucking awesome. Like they make her yeah, scary. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Like they did a good like, you know, we were, she's established. We're like most of the time it's just like here's random magic man. Yeah. You know, this <laughs> there we, is two things. Mm-hmm. Like one I did a rewatch of all the Spider-Mans before No Way Home came out, like all of them, and I noticed I was not as in love with the camp in the originals as I was originally, so it just might be something I've kind of like, I don't know, it was a lot more noticeable how cheesy the original Spider-Man movies For sure. were to me. One, uh, especially, I, I still would, I haven't watched Spider-Man 2 in a long time, but it is in my heart as one of my favorite comic movies ever still. It's got some hardcore cheese in it. It does. But again, <laughs> I love Sam Raimi, so like I'm here for that shit. But yeah. it has its place, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it is a little bit out of place in the MCU because we haven't gotten a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Nate, actually, uh, well, former oh. former host. And, I was, go ahead. I was oh, just going to say one more, more thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, the other thing is I did watch we did watch No Way Home the night before we went and saw this and I I mean that might also kind of affect because that movie is just like so well done um, to watch this movie afterwards it it just didn't like it didn't hit like that one did yeah unfortunately um, and I, I don't think if anybody's still listening to this that hasn't watched Doctor Strange I'd do not think you need to watch No Way Home, and I'd almost recommend don't because, again, like it's such a well done. Yeah, it's to, hard. Like, put them side by side is rough. It's hard to even get close to how good that was. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> I don't know. That might be, you know, top of you know, topping the MCU for it's me a too. Top five, man. Because it hits so 
emotional for me. Like mm-hmm. that ending is so bittersweet and just it gets me hype for an unfettered Peter Parker or Spider Man movie. Like not I hope we get it. Yeah, like where we don't get the like, I can't because what if <laughs> Mary Jane and blah, it's like that stuff's like played. I just want to see a movie where it's like, I don't have a fucking fake life. I'm just Spider Man. Like I have my I think pizza job. Setting up a low level universe yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um oh the one negative I had that that takes like mm-hmm. probably a whole point off for me, um, is I feel like the sound was kind of wonky. And it might have been in my theater, but it felt really quiet sometimes and not like when it's supposed to be. I don't know. Like I've, the voices or No, like background noise. Like they'd be in a city and it would just be dead silent but these two people and i'm like it's weird like it felt jarring to me because there were people i thought were going to talk the whole time and i was just waiting because i was about to motherfuck everybody (laughs) and so then it made me like nervous that it was going to happen i don't know so it might just be me but i wanted to read i don't know i didn't notice that nate's email he wrote us in about it um Mm -hmm. former host former co-host former guests you know nate good friend of the show Uh, he said Mm -hmm. movie shattering question one question how did Scarlet Witch know about America Chavez? Oh, it was in the book because whoever wrote The Darkhold in the 6th century knows about America Chavez. Okay. Well, you did like the okay fingers. And then it said, oh, it was in her dreams, the dreams that are only about her kids. America Chavez must have babysat her kids in a parallel universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, you know, it's, it's weird because part of me is just glad that they didn't do more exposition about it. You know, like... We kind of hit yeah. the ground running on it, but it also doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, I she think... She could sense her probably just from power-wise, you know what I mean? Like, the fact that she's... I don't know. Go ahead. I, I mean, I really think it's been... She's been, you know, doing her sitting in that cabin with them books for a long time, yeah. searching... It's true. ...for ways to get her, her kid back and found this nexus being in that process because you could you were able to see that she could kind of go through the multiverse in a way already. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I yeah, get that, though. That is a big... Around. That is like, how did she know about that My specific assumption person? is being sitting there studying the Darkhold, like peeking into other universes so much, she would feel... A unique being right like you would be able to sense right. it magically in that way i think you know like, yeah i don't know yeah i so i'm not here to say i think sam raimi should do more mcu stuff or whatever but i like that he got to do it and got to be fully mm-hmm. like and i think his original fox or sony spider-man films they were definitely raimi films like you said you can sense that camp no for sure i like that he's been given the reins i think had they given him full control of Spider-Man 3, we might not have ever seen this. You know, he might have exited Spider-Man on a good note because he's always said that he didn't want to work on superhero movies anymore because of, like, the wrenching of control from his hands, like, as mm. a director. Yeah. So. yeah. But, yeah, so we've got... Uh, let's read some emails. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we all liked it well enough, like, just some more yeah. than others. And I know that I some, liked it a lot. Yeah, some people didn't love it some people actively hated it you know what i mean there's there's a gamut yeah it's at 75 i think i will learn to like it more over time like just ignoring kind of just like rubbing it off my shoulder the you know campy Mm -hmm. parts like okay yeah funny haha but like first time like this man like we haven't really 
I don't know. This was like dipping our toes back in the MCU, like officially, I felt like. And I th- really expected a lot more when they said it was going to be Multiverse of Madness. I really thought yeah. we were going to die. So they, they keep doing that, though. That This isn't specific, I don't think, to Doctor Strange. I was surprised as a movie it didn't have bigger stakes in terms of the multiverse other than revealing it. Um, yeah. But, like, think about Loki. Think about but WandaVision. But it didn't reveal it originally. Like, we got that in Spider-Man. I feel like they're, like, we revealing oh, it yeah, again. Yeah. Sorry, I meant more, like, <laughs> digging deeper into it a little bit more, like, yeah, going into a couple more. Um, but, yeah, like, think about WandaVision. Remember when we saw evan peters uh quicksilver we're like holy shit this is it we're getting the right. you know we're getting a blending of universes nope they keep doing that and i'm <laughs> like they should have taken one of these we should have gotten yeah. our x-men reveal in one of these because now it's saying there's a charles xavier in the mcu who's running some kind of gifted school for mutants that we've mm-hmm. never heard of and we've never seen a mutant and now we're supposed to believe that during <laughs> infinity war zero x-men showed up you know what i mean right had it been like universes colliding and then some of them like we had these incursions and now we have to rehome some of these characters like that might make more sense i'm glad you brought up the universe colliding thing because they brought that up in this movie where the evil dr strange was right it was Mm -hmm. two universes had collided i thought when that got brought up earlier in the movie that that's what we were going to get at the end of this. Like we were yeah. going to be left hanging with our universe and another one colliding, introducing mutants. Yep. And also setting yeah. up the new Thor movie. Ah, where we get and Jane they didn't Foster. Do any of yeah. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, because I don't I know how we're like going to get Jane Foster. More. I don't know if we're going to get Jane Foster Thor. Like I don't understand it. Um, and I think you're right. It would have been dope if that's what happened. Is maybe maybe that's the cameo at the end that we saw, right? Is like Thor's hammer fly through, and instead of Chris Hemsworth, it's Jane Foster, right? And then you're like, oh shit, we're <sighs> getting so cool. right. Like I'm with you, and that's what I thought too. I was like, this is the one they're finally gonna do it, right? We're gonna right. finally see an X Men character because we've seen Fantastic Four now. You know, we've seen Xavier, mm-hmm. and maybe he we could have had. A, if they really wanted to blow everyone's minds apart, is they finally cast a Wolverine, our our modern Wolverine, and he shows up during that scene as like a bodyguard, right? Oh my god! <laughs> and then Wanda's trying to kill him, and he just don't die. He just keeps like growing, like coming back, like nah, bro. He doesn't beat. That would have been too much. It'd be cool to have like Nightcrawler <laughs> come in and like yes. save everybody last second at when like scarlet witch is kicking everybody's ass he's like all right i gotta get these guys out of here and, and it just starts poofing them out <laughs> i'm shocked we did not get a deadpool cameo actually which i know <laughs> which you know I, it, it was like i mean if you're gonna do it sam raimi's the guy he's already breaking the fourth wall multiple yeah. times and it's and it's dimension yeah hopping yeah yeah that was wasted that they didn't do that that would have been dope actually instead of wolverine we see so deadpool good. And he flips yeah. in and tries to kill her and immediately gets like cut into 40 pieces Wrecked. and he's just talking <laughs> shit like, damn, bro. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, that could have been good. But yeah. Uh, All right, let's read our uh, stuff and let's get out of here. We're about three hours in. Look at us. Fuck yeah, dudes. And another one. All right, so Brian Marshall wrote in and said, I have to give uh, Doctor Strange 2 a 6 out of 10 solely because of the fact that the movie as a whole doesn't hold much weight. 
The main fight scene was cool, but overall it doesn't matter because said characters are from different universes. I also don't really like how Marvel keeps making Scarlet Witch extremely OP. Uh, If you really like Sam Raimi, this is probably the most Sam Raimi film, for better or for worse. Uh, It did have some (laughs) cool horror elements to it that I liked, but overall I just wanted higher stakes, and instead I didn't feel as if anything mattered because mostly everything were in other universes. (laughs) Pretty much my take on the movie, which is like, he may as well have read your brain. My take on the movie as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he may as well have sat in. He's your alternate you. (laughs) Just very buff. I don't necessarily agree with the Scarlet Witch part just because I love that she's kind of OP. And she is OP. That's the whole thing. She's been holding back Didn't she kill all mutants at one point? Well, she said no more mutants. House of M or something. She created an entire alternate reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If anything, they've been downplaying her power level. Uh, He did follow up and say, that all being said, maybe my mind wasn't in the right spot, having watched the masterpiece that is the Batman. Either way, I'm looking forward to uh, what y'all thought about it. What was the name again? Brian Marshall, (laughs) our buff Viking friend. He's he's like your your spirit animal. My my nephew uh, also did say, when he was hating on it, he's like, I may have fucked up because I just watched... Oh, he's like, I think Batman actually broke me from MCU because it, it was so good. And I think it it's that same idea. If you like that, like, noir, gritty, dark, you know, like, heavy vibe movie, you're never going to get that in MCU. This is probably the closest, but this is more com- yeah. com- black comedy where it's, like, some dark horror, but a lot of comedy peppered in. Batman didn't have comedy. There was no comedy. There was this, yeah. something in the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Way too much Nirvana, <laughs> which I say as a fan of Nirvana. Uh, Dre Williams writes in and says, Chaka Chaka. Moon Knight was good, but a drug on. The pacing felt super off, which is also our review as well, Dre. Welcome. You're a nerd now. <laughs> You've joined us. Um, our followers and listeners are like in sync yeah. with us. I love it. Yep. It's, they, are, they have become us. I am become Nerds. death, destroyer Nerds. of worlds. Nerds. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> Man, how, real quick, how crazy is it that you create the nuclear bomb and then you say the dopest shit ever when you watch it explode, right? I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> like, bro, how fucking crazy is that shit? Yeah. That's how you know that guy knew he fucked up, right? Like, he saw that shit and said, oh, fuck. I've, I'm literally going to be what destroyed <laughs> destroys the human race no, he's recording the bhagavad gita no i know but it's just like just think but imagine still, yeah, what you dope. have to be feeling yeah. to say that about yourself like to truly feel and mean that that's crazy anyway brian marshall also wrote in and said my question is besides dr strange are there any other movies you guys are looking forward to this month and uh what Hell games yeah. y'all are looking forward to play this month i really look forward to playing trek to yomi and the evil dead if i can find people to play with also, we are long overdue for a crazy work story from Jesse. I know he has to have one, so we got that as well. <laughs> yeah, you got this. Um, and I did mention I'm looking <laughs> forward to the Black Phone. Um, another, Is that this month? I believe it's the end of this month. Uh, I'm excited because Ethan Hawke has been killing it yeah. lately. Um, and I love Joe Hill, who wrote the story uh, for the Black Phone, which comes out. Oh, I'm sorry. It's June 24th, so it's next month. I just keep mm-hmm. seeing... Um, I keep seeing posters for it and shit. And this is actually... So, crazy thing is, Scott Derrickson, who uh, directed the first Doctor Strange movie and was supposed to direct this one, uh, is directing The Black Phone. He stepped away Oh, nice. Doctor Strange, and um, he produced Multiverse of Madness, but he's directing um, this. Okay. 
and he's great. I mean, he did. So he did Sinister, uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Uh, mm. He's doing the Black Phone, and he did. He's done some other horror movies. Um, he did. Yeah, the I'm Polter- looking forward to that movie. He did the Poltergeist remake, which was not great. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's done Sinister, basically, which was I think also Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. Yeah. God, that movie sucked except for the uh, found footage parts, like where they showed the uh, the, the guy like mowing families. his yeah. family down with a lawnmower. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Joe Hill's a great writer, um, and Derrickson's a good director. Ethan Hawke's a great actor, so I think we're we're in for a, a good ride on that one. Um, Jesse, what are you looking forward to? Um, I don't know of any movies coming out. Games, I'm I'm debating playing evil dead it's just that i don't i know i just know that i don't like when i have to rely on other people to play my games mm-hmm. so i don't really want to have to like wait in queues make sure whatever and also i'm just not that good sometimes and i know that there's a lot of people who specifically only play online games so like i just move and live in a di- at a different speed so when I play games that are like online and they're like online battle PvP games, it's that's just not my world. I just can't. Like that like that one time I played Apex, I literally was down <laughs> in like three seconds. No it was like it was like and go. Three, two, down. Like yeah. I just don't live in that world. It's not my world. So I'm debating. I may I you never know. I might just wake up that morning and just before I can think of it, just put my password in and buy it on my PlayStation. I might just do it and be like, well, now you're stuck with it. Um, movies, I don't really watch movies, so oh, I, don't, I don't know anything coming out. Can I say one more, sorry, that I'm just uh, mm-hmm. excited about for the month is Nope. That's my next big one. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. this month? Yep. I thought that was like oh, yeah. July. Uh, I'll watch be, that. That might be that's June fine. as well. Hold on. I swear I just I saw it. July. Thing. <laughs> uh... Like the end of July. Oh, it's July 22nd. Fuck me. I'm like wrong every <laughs> okay. time. Uh, I'm reading a list of movies that are coming out. So Top Gun Maverick is coming out. Yes. So that's my movie. Top Gun 2. I'm all about that shit. I think I it, can't wait. I think it looks <laughs> real bad. But I'm I'm I hopeful mean, I'm wrong. Movie. 80s I, corny Tom Cruise, baby. Let's go. You. How dare you? Um I don't have any special place in my heart for Top Gun. I don't even remember what that fucking movie's about. Other than a guy flying an airplane and gay dudes trying not to fuck each other. Uh, Firestarter. Right. And uh, that's what it's all about, baby. Firestarter's coming out. The new <laughs> Zac Efron movie that's a remake of the classic Stephen King story, which I'm sure is going to be trash. Um, Chippendale Rescue yeah. Rangers is coming out. Uh, <laughs> and then anything else fuck big? I, I don't think anything big's coming out. Um there's a movie with fucking MGK in it. Ugh. No thanks. Nope. But yeah, so for James, it's Top Gun, hundred percent. Can't wait. Uh, and then I'm wise. looking forward to the new Apex season that is going to include the new character and the samurai game I just downloaded. Uh, I can't think of the name. Oh, of it. oh yeah. Yep. We're getting Assault and Sacrifice, the new Salt and Sanctuary oh, sequel true. that comes out. Yeah. I don't mm. know it's when it says fairly it's soon. soon. It's in like a week. Yeah, I don't see uh, on Google. It's not giving me a specific date yet, but whatever. Um, that says it's coming out in May. Uh, 
Auden Chronicles Rising, uh, anything else? Stalker 2 is coming out. We um, still have two write-ins. Oh my god, do we? Yeah, Ernesto Get wrote it. in just to say what's up. He says, just wanted to drop in and show some love. I uh, haven't seen Doctor Strange yet. I will be watching it Sunday. Hope everyone enjoyed the movie. Definitely got my eyes on the next month uh, to watch Black Phone and Elvis. Hope everyone's doing well. And as always, send them much love and prayers <laughs> your way, fellas. I'm definitely not watching that Elvis movie, though. No, it looks nah. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like biopics. And, and also, I don't know, that trailer makes me like Elvis. Yeah, the guy's yeah, I, voice. I just really don't like Elvis. But, I mean, he I, does a good, good voice. Ernesto wants to watch it. Yeah, he does a good yeah. Elvis voice. Uh, May 10th is uh, Salt and Sacrifice, which is tomorrow. I'm definitely buying oh, that. I will yeah, probably be streaming it uh, tomorrow. Very uh, cool. I will get mad. Get ready for that. Um... And then we have one final write-in, which he wrote in on – I posted it on my page as well. Uh, Down Ass Fool, which is a listener of ours for a while. He changes his name a lot, so I don't know what he used to be. So this is a, our final question we can go out on. I don't think it's that difficult for us to answer. It's pretty simple. Question for the show. How do you struggle – how do you struggle? How do you juggle all this gaming and nerding out with having a significant other? My uh, wife – needs her own time so she lets me play like not lets me she's like leave me the fuck alone and like i'm gonna read or do whatever so we usually eat dinner together and spend some time together take the dog for walk and like then i play video games and she reads and stuff and yeah we just she's we're very good at communicating so if she needs more from me she tells me hey I need time. Like, can we watch a movie together or, like, have a date or whatever? And then we take that time. And just, it's all about communication and dedication. James? Yeah. So, uh, for me, it's uh, more or less like um, video games are, like, my therapy. So, I just made it very clear that I needed, you know, certain nights of the week are going to be dedicated to doing that. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just, it's cool. Like I don't set times on the weekends or anything. Like I just, you know, I'd like let her know like Tuesday, Thursdays, I'm playing video games after, you know, we eat dinner and whatever together. And then, uh, yeah, on the weekends, you know, it's just kind of, you know, I try to most cases play, you know, when she goes to bed or in the morning when we're just like chilling, she's drinking coffee and I'm like, I'm just going to play some games, you know? Just try to, you know, coordinate the time. Keep, uh, don't, don't, you know, play just, you, you know, when you're playing too much, like, come on, you know, yeah, everybody knows. <laughs> um, so me, I have a girlfriend, but I don't live with my girlfriend. So if I'm not seeing her, I can do, obviously I do whatever the fuck I want. So, but I did live with someone for like three, four years. Um, but the thing is, is like. Video games is a big part of what I do. It's kind of my main hobby. So it's kind of like understood. Like I do this. So I don't think that I would be able to be in a relationship with somebody who is like, you play too many games. Because the the moment somebody has that opinion, if someone is going to have the opinion that you play too many video games and that's a bad thing, you're not going to like me because – that will turn into a resentment like oh you're lazy you're just playing games and it's so stupid and childish if you can't understand that it's something i do then it probably wouldn't work 
because I don't really do much, especially since now that I don't like do music and stuff anymore, which I'd like to change, but it's very difficult. I don't know how I'm going to do it again. But now that I don't like, I don't go out like being sober has changed a lot. Like I don't go out. I don't write music. I don't do things. I literally just play video games. It's kind of all I do. Like, other things that normal people, quote unquote, normal people do is like, oh, we're going to watch the footy game this weekend. Mo- a lot of people watch like mass amounts of sports. And that's a normal, normal thing for the majority of the population in this country is watching. F- how long is a football game, dog? Like four to five hours, six hours? Uh, like how? Two, it's like basically on TV is three hours. Three hours. Yeah. A lot of people and and people don't tend to like think of that as something like oh yeah he's just watching the game like take the time that most normal people watch like basketball or football Mm -hmm. and like that's what i do i play video games that much i probably play used to do a lot more but i don't know a couple hours maybe two three hours a day if i'm lucky um but yeah it's kind of just like something that i do so like i don't think i would be able to get into a serious relationship with someone if they didn't already understand that i play video games and if they ever acted as if me playing a lot of video games was a bad or weird thing then it probably wouldn't go far anyways (laughs) so i just tell them like this is what i do i i my ex used to be a gamer and she would play tons of video games and then get mad if i played video games so (laughs) i would never if some if i dated someone and they were like i would never i mean if i was on a date with a girl like i can't believe you play video games what do you whatever i'd be like cool cool anyways i'm gonna grab the check yeah i'm gonna grab the check we're gonna split this bitch but uh (laughs) it was cool uh i'll call you an uber Like I'm not. Yeah, doing I agree that with shit. you though on the communication thing. Like, if it's something you feel like you need to do, like that's your like relaxing thing or whatever, you need it. Just like, just be honest about it, you know, and uh, just just tell her like you need the time, like, and be and, real yeah. honest. <laughs> when they're like, "Yeah, that's fine. I've dated gamers." Like, no, 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 no. I play video games. Like, <laughs> I will sit for four hours. And play yeah. video games. And you can't look at me and like be resentful and think that's a bad thing. Yes. Like I I, I don't want to hear one day when you're like kind of annoyed or perturbed and you look at me and say something like, well, go stare at a screen for four hours then. Yeah, yeah I will. And I'm going to fucking use rivers of blood to kill Melania and not feel <laughs> bad about it. <laughs> like, uh, you know who you're talking to. I do not care. Yes. Uh... I would also recommend... Um, which like my wife, I've tried to invite to play video games like a million times. She's not into it at all, but definitely put the invite out there. I mean, that never hurts either, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, obviously put the invite. Definitely don't f- try to force them or something. Cause no, if you try yeah, that no. too oh, hard, uh, no. it's not going to happen. Do but... not invite a partner to play video games with you. Let me tell you, it's miserable. <laughs> they suck. Yeah. They suck. They're garbage. And and here's one that also that I've heard uh, people say is don't think that what they need or want is to watch you play your favorite game. Dude, like, oh, just come watch, come watch me play, come watch me play Dark Souls for a while. You'll love it. And then like, it's usually fucking they cut piece of shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably don't want to, man. Um, no, no, no. And also, do take them upstairs and show them what is a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, 
I think like the, in the end, it's just communication. Yeah, just talk. Yeah, that's it's, pretty much it. You know, it's just be upfront. Like if your if your hobby is is something you're passionate about is video games, tell a person, and if they are not down with that, then move on with your life. Do not or weigh weigh the cons, weigh the pros and cons. Are you willing to give that thing up for this person? And don't. You'll just resent them anyways. Yeah, don't. Don't give up video yeah. games. Never go anywhere. Never and tell dude, yourself it's dude, okay. Did you see the mouth haptics thing? We're about to get some, some cool shit. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. You headset on your dick. You're fine. <laughs> uh, did you see that shit, bro? You don't need a girlfriend, bro. You're about to have a computer that'll suck Scratch your dick, Scratch all bro. the advice we just gave. Yeah. Just get you one of the mouth get, haptics get, and be done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. All right, well, we love you guys. Let's get the fuck out uh, of here. You guys know where to find us. We'll we're see you next week. Everywhere at Nerds the Podcast, except for Instagram, we're Nerd Podcast. Go to uh, Jesse's page and on. Yeah, SoundCloud. go look at all my records that I'm spending all my money on just to remember for an Instagram. Uh, go to Mad Viking Beard Co. Use uh, promo code. What is it? Nerds. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, Nerds 15? The, the promo code is Nerds15. You get 15% off now. I've uh, leveled up. So, hey. oh yeah. If you like, a, if you oh, got a yeah. beard, or your man's got a beard, or your dad has a beard, or there's a or homeless guy you want to buy food for, but you also yeah. like, bro, your beard stinks. Get away from me. Get him some some mad fucking <laughs> beard shit, bro. Smell there good. Go. <laughs> oh yeah. And oh, links yeah. to all this stuff is also on our link tree, uh, link tree slash nerds the podcast. Boom. Literally, all the links are in one spot. Boom boom. Yeah. We love you, and we'll see you in a week. Take care of yourselves, guys. Bye.